entrance of the South Dakota State Jackrabbit football team with all sorts of fireworks and pyro and the pride of the Dakota's marching band. Dakota State has steamrolled steam through the 2023 campaign, outscoring its three postseason opponents 123 to 12 to return to Frisco. The Jacks have been ranked number one all season long, and today is their chance to repeat as national champions. Montana's road here, much different. Six one-score victories, including back-to-back -back overtime wins just to reach Frisco. And they are playing for their first national championship in 23 years, their last appearance in the title game, 2009. Top-seeded South Dakota State, second-seeded Montana, with everything on the line, the national championship of the FCS. And it's yours next. We are preparing for our national anthem. There is a large American flag that stretches from one 25-yard line to the other. Both the Montana and South Dakota State bands are here to perform the anthem. Beautiful rendition of the Star Spangled Banner by a joint performance of the South Dakota State and Montana bands. And at the end of it, a flyover that is near and dear to Jackrabbit Nation, Scooter. 114th fighter wing since Joe Foss fostered that uh, organization down in Sioux Falls. They've been a part of the landscape and they uh, have a whole bunch of Jackrabbits all over. They were part of the pep rally last night. They were jacked up. They've got the same stickers that's on the Jackrabbit helmets are on their flight helmets. And so it is dotted with Jackrabbits. The SDSU Air Force ROTC has been very good to the 114th. And the 114th has brought atmosphere today like no other. We are getting set for the coin toss and the kickoff. Before we do any of that, let's pause 10 seconds to allow stations to identify themselves. This is South Dakota State football. This is WNAX Yankton. Go to buyfordnow.com and see why Ford is America's best-selling brand. Our weather at kickoff presented by DeKalb. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with DeKalb. Sun shining brightly in northern Dallas, Scotty.
best day of the week. 59 is where we are at right now. Sunshine, there is that little bit of a breeze from right to left, so not going to be much of a factor. We did have some rain earlier today, and there's spots where it is wet. Remember, this is a pitch, a soccer pitch, very short hard, firm grass that's used for soccer. So there's some spots where the turf is starting to lift a little bit, but atmosphere-wise, short sleeves in the middle of uh, January. Jackrabbits all blues. Blue helmets with a white Jackrabbit head logo on either side. Blue tops with white numerals and letters outlined in yellow and blue pants. Montana in gray helmets with white tops, maroon numbers and letters, and maroon pants. Today, Montana, you'll be calling the coin toss. Heads, white football championship logo, the black FCS tails. Heads, tails. What is your call? Heads is the call. It is heads. Montana has won the toss and elected to defer. Which way you want to kick? So Montana. Defers South Dakota State will go from left to right or north to south as we look at things in our first possession. Gary Leeper is the referee. This is a Southland Conference crew. Ironically enough, this the same crew that worked the Jackrabbits' first playoff game against Mercer. And you hear the atmosphere. It is electric here at Toyota Stadium already. Our decibel meter reading up around 110 at intros as the Jackrabbits ran out. That's like having your ear next to a power saw for a long period of time. So it is loud, it is rowdy here on the sideline. All right, Al, you're the man of predictions. What do you got in mind here for us this afternoon? Appropriate that it's Sunday. We get to preach a little bit on Sundays, right? So I'm preaching. 605 Hogs will control the line of scrimmage and allow playoff Zay to go for 100 yards again, which would be the 13th time in 16 playoff games. I preach. The Jackrabbit defense will hold the Grizzlies to 14 points or less this afternoon. It's January after all, and Bears go into hibernation in January. Jack's special team coverage will not just contain Junior Bergen, they will stop Junior Bergen. No kickoff return, no punt returns for a touchdown. It's time for the Jackrabbits to send the Grizzlies into that hibernation. Some things to keep in mind. South Dakota State, the number one scoring defense and number one total defense in the FCS. 9.7 points a game allowed. The Jacks just the second team in the history of the FCS to pitch multiple postseason shutouts. They allowed only 12 points on the road to Frisco. The Jackrabbit offense enters with the third best scoring offense, sixth best total offense in the nation. On the flip side, Montana really hangs its hat on its defense. Fifth in points per game allowed, just 16.7. And the third best third down defense in the nation, holding teams to only 29%. The Montana offense, fifth in the big sky, 16th nationally at 32 points a game. They put up 382 yards per game. This is the sixth time Montana has played for a national championship. They've won twice. In 1995, they beat Marshall on Marshall's home field, and they beat Furman in Chattanooga back in 2001. They lost in 08 and 09 in the title games in Chattanooga. This is their first trip back to the national title in 15 seasons. South Dakota State 
third time in four years in Frisco. The Jackrabbits losing on the heartbreaker to Sam Houston in the spring of 2021. And then, of course, soundly defeating North Dakota State to win the national title some 364 days ago. Montana has won 10 straight. Big Sky Conference champions, a mark of 13 and one. South Dakota State 14 and 0. Winners of 28 in a row. It's the third longest winning streak in FCS history. Jack Rabbits will get the ball first, as you said, at the north end of the field. And one of the things Zach Lujan told us, offense this afternoon, they want to get downhill in a hurry and be aggressive. We may see the Jackrabbits throw a little bit more early in this contest and try to get that Grizzly defense off balance. They really get some vertical penetration early, but if the Jacks can make some quick hit throws, get some quick openers in the running game, it'll set the Grizzlies back on their heels a little bit. Amar Johnson and Griffin Wildey, the two deep men to return the kick of Grant Glasgow. 45 of the 66 have gone for touchbacks, and we are underway in the national championship. Johnson will let the end-over-end kick go over his head into the end zone, painted in maroon with Montana in white letters on the north end of the stadium in front of the two bands. Touchback, and South Dakota State opens up at its own 25. Mark Gronowski in his playoff starts, 64% completions. He's only thrown one INT in all of his playoff games, and he's had three runs of over 50 yards throughout his time as a Jackrabbit in the playoffs. He'll come out with Isaiah Davis behind him. Two wide receivers, the Yankees to the left, Mike Morgan wing back to the left, and the Jacks with an extra tight end in Hines. It's a give to Davis, running off the left side for a yard or two. He'll make the 27-yard line, and that is all. Corbin Walker, one of the corners, came up to make the stop. Again, this is a very sound Montana defense. Davis for maybe two. It'll be second down and eight. Again, sense the, the significant difference of an opposing crowd with Montana really making noise during the Jackrabbit offense. Yeah, what do we think here, Scotty? Jackrabbits maybe a little more than the Grizz, but pretty close. Advantage Jackrabbits, we'll call this 60-40 maybe. One receiver either side. Davis behind Gronowski, second and eight Jacks. Left hash at their own 27 on the natural grass surface. Gronowski a play fake, a drop to throw. He'll throw it near side in the flat. Jackson Yonke to the 30 along the right sideline. Breaks the tackle, stays on his feet, 40. Midfield, hurdles a man to the 46-yard line of Montana. Zach Hines made a big block downfield. It's a 29-yard completion and a first Dakota first down to Jackson Yonke in the right flat. O-line protection for Grant Gronowski, wow, all day. Well, great to see Jackson get off to a great start. He's had some leg hamstring issues throughout the season. It's kind of limited a little bit. I saw none of that in the hurdle attempt. So the Jacks at the 46 of the Grizz. 13-40 opening quarter of the national championship. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Gronowski, Davis to his right, a clap of his hands once a second time. Drops to throw him in a blitz, left sideline, catches May Griffin Wold, he slips one tackle and took a big hit at the 39-yard line. Got absolutely leveled by Nash Fouch, a free safety. There is a flag at the line of scrimmage. This would be a gain of close to seven if it were to stand. Illegal formation, more than four in the backfield. Offense, five-yard penalty. First down. So the Jackrabbits not properly aligned. It'll cost them instead of a second and short, they now have a first and 15. 
Frisco, Texas with the sun shining here at Toyota Stadium. The National Soccer Hall of Fame on the south side of the stadium to the right as the Jackrabbits go from left to right. Casts a shadow from the 15-yard line into the checkerboard end zone to our right. Bright sunshine the rest of the way. And you can hear and feel this atmosphere. First and 15, Jacks at their own 49. Four wides, three left, one right. Davis to Gronowski's left. Montana three down lineman play fake. Quick toss left side, Zach Hines makes the catch. Fouch the safety, makes the hit on Hines immediately. But Hines able to drag him to the 44 of Montana. So it ends up being a gain of about seven. And the Jacks looking at second down and eight. Well, Tyler, we saw an example there of what makes this Grizzly defense so difficult to move the ball against. They go three down lineman, but they do a lot of pre-snap activity, motion, movement back and forth to try to confuse the offense. That's why Mark Gronowski's got to make quick reads as he did there and deliver a quick pass. So second down, eight to go at the Grizz 44. Jack shift two wides and two tights to the left. Snap back, give to Davis up the middle, 43, and that's about it. Only a yard for Davis. This Montana defense, three down linemen, three linebackers. They'll play three safeties. They're very active. They blitz from all angles. They can be tough to find running lanes on. Give Davis two to the Grizz, 42. It's a third down and six. Hayden Harris, number 48, one DN, and then Kale Edwards, zero. The other one, both six foot five. They are bookends to this defensive front. So a third down. Jacks need five to the Grizz. 36 is the yard line to gain. Four wides, two either side. Montana coming with four. Gronowski to throw, looks over the middle. Jackson Yonke makes the catch and dives inside the 35 for a first Dakota first down. Pick up on the play of nine on the crossing route to Jackson Yonke and South Dakota State moves the chains. They're one for one on third down. They were the best third down converting team in the nation coming into today. And the Grizzlies did not send a defender up the middle of the field. They had that whole middle section wide open. All their pressure was coming around to the outside for the pocket. Great job by the 605 Hogs and a good read by Gronowski. Four minutes into the national championship. Play fake Gronowski first and 10. Rolls right, throws it back to Davis left side. Stiff arms a man, spins through a tackle, spins through another, out close to the 30-yard line of Montana. So a play fake to Davis. Gronowski rolled right, spun back, and threw it to the left to Davis, who had to do a Herculean job just to break a tackle and not lose yardage, and he ends up gaining close to three. We talked about the speed of this Grizzly defense, and they got past the block over there, and that's what forced Davis back to the inside where the reinforcements came from. Otherwise, the Jacks had a sea of blue in front of him. Four and a half minutes so far on this opening drive. Jacks to the Grizzlies, 31. It's a second and seven. Snap back, Gronowski, fake to Amar Johnson, rolling right, stops, looks left, throws left flat, wide open, Amar Johnson, 30, 25. He'll pick up a first Dakota first down to the 21-yard line of Montana. First Dakota National Bank has been serving the people of South Dakota for better than 150 years. And Johnson, out of the flat, picks up 13 yards, and the Jacks move the chains. Zach Lujan appreciated having the extra time to prepare for this defense. Something they did a little different on that play. They sent Amar Johnson on the wheel route to the outside, kept Zach Hines, the tight end, in on the right side in pass protection. 
So from the 21 of the Grizz, first and 10, Johnson to Gronowski's left, Morgan realigns wide left, two wides right, Hines is tight right. Gronowski will run left behind Amar Johnson inside the 20, from behind, gets brought down near the 15-yard line. The man making the tackle is the star defensive tackle, Alex Gubner, the nose out of Calabasas, California, who was the Big Sky Defensive Player of the Year. Gronowski runs for about six to the 15-yard line. It'll be second down and four. And totally missed the flag on that play. Gronowski was telling the officials on the way back that he got his face mask grabbed. No flag on the play, and the replay we just saw up here showed exactly that. Jackson get away with one. Jackson in the Case IH red zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Second down, four to go from the Grizz 15. Snapback Gronowski fakes the pass left, looks over the middle, nothing there, rolling right now. He'll throw to the near side, incomplete. He had Hines open in the right flat, but threw it too high to the near sideline. Incomplete, Gronowski's first incompletion after hitting on each of his initial five tosses, and the Jacks facing a third down and four. 8.56, first quarter FCS championship game from Toyota Stadium, Frisco, Texas. South Dakota State, after Montana won the toss and deferred, took the opening kickoff and has gone from its own 25 to the Grizz 15. The Jacks have already converted on one third down today. This is third down and four at the Grizzly 15. Three wides right, one left. Gronowski to throw, blitz is on, he'll run up the middle. First down and more inside the 10, lowering his shoulder and diving inside the six. First Dakota first down, gain of 10, and it's goal to go for the yellow and blue. Quick read by Gronowski and that drop back, looked downfield, had Isaiah Davis with a chip block and then rotated or floated out to the left-hand side, but Gronowski wasted no time once he saw some opening up the middle to tuck that ball, get the first down, and set up the Jacks first and goal from the six. In the shadow, center of the field, the Montana six-yard line, it's first and goal. One wide, going to the left. Two tights left, one right, Davis behind Gronowski at a pistol. It is a hand to Davis off the left side, inside the five, and into the checkerboard. Touchdown, Jackrabbits. What an impressive opening drive by South Dakota State. John Bell will hold, Caden Olivier to snap for the Hunter Dustman point after attempt, which is on its way and it is good. That touchdown is Isaiah Davis's 23rd in 16 playoff games. Davis's six yard run powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary, 11 plays, 75 yards, 6 minutes and 52 seconds. And Mark Gronowski rushes for 15 yards and completed his first five passes for 55 yards along the way. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 8.08, first quarter in the national championship game. South Dakota State 7, Montana nothing. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield.
Welcome back to Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. The South Dakota State offense doing what they do. Uh, an 11-play scoring drive that took just under seven minutes at South Dakota State 7, Montana nothing. You deserve exceptional health care, no matter where you live. And that's why Sanford Health is dedicated to providing quality care wherever your home may be. Here for all, here for good, Sanford Health. It's interesting you heard the official Gary Leeper say five is now 36. Montana has two deep men back and they both usually wear number five. Garrett Graves, a safety, has switched to 36, joined by the electric junior Bergen. And the kickoff from Hunter Dustman from left to right. High end over end, Bergen will get a chance at the three. Running to the right seam to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Broke a tackle, ranging right 25, 30, 35 to the 40. And he gets tripped up, Bergen does, at the 42 yard line of Montana. That is a return of 39 yards. Bergen in the playoff run had a 99-yard kickoff return for a score in the quarterfinals and ran punts back in both the quarters and the semis in wins back in Missoula. And he puts the Grizz in great starting field position at the Montana 42. I think in that return, another third face mask penalty that was missed by the crew here. Isaiah Davis, Mark Gronowski, and one there on Mr. Bergen. Clifton McDowell, fifth-year senior from Spring, Texas, North Houston suburb. He has a pistol formation. The snap nearly hit the motion, man. He hands it off to Eli Gilman, the running back, who won the Jerry Rice Award for the freshman of the year, and he plows forward for three yards. Montana will rotate Gilman, who is a redshirt freshman, and Nick Osmo, a fifth-year senior tailback, who is 10th in Montana history in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. Those two will share time in the backfield. This is Gilman behind McDowell. Two wides right, one left. Second and seven, Montana from its own 45. McDowell play action pass, looking to throw. Left side, catches May Keelan White, hit right at the sticks by Dyshawn Gales, brought down at the 49 of South Dakota State. So he's about a half yard shy, it appears. Now they move it forward to the 48. And now they are, are they saying first down or not? Yes, they are. Delayed signal, but they give Montana the first down. There was confusion among the individuals on each sideline in the vertical black and white stripes as to whether that was a first down or not. They finally say move the chains. So 6.55, first quarter, South Dakota State 7, Montana nothing in the national championship. There is their opening drive at the Jacks, 48. Two wides right, one left. McDowell, helmet eye shotgun snap, blitzes on, releases it quickly, right side to Gilman. He'll try to beat Bach to the right side. He couldn't, and then Reeder hit him out of bounds McDowell along the SDSU sideline at the 46. So a two-yard gain to Gilman, the running back. That's his 15th reception of the year. And a really quick read by McDowell as he saw that blitz coming. It was right in his face, and of course, how do you beat the blitz? You throw where that guy was coming from. They want to get the ball into space as quickly as they can, get it out on the perimeter, which is he did by finding Gilman. Montana with a second and eight, right hash at the Jacks 46. Three wides, tight left, and a back Gilman to McDowell's left. Jacks rush four, three-step drop, McDowell over the middle. Gilman makes the catch, and he is hit down rather quickly by Isaiah Stalbert, center of the field at the 39 of SDSU. Seven-yard gain, it'll be third and one. Gilman is not usually a big factor in their passing game, but the Jacks have covered the perimeter so well, he's become one early on. Stalbert had to wrestle through the umpire in that backfield there to get to make the tackle, ran over the outside shoulder of the umpire. 
Montana this year, 42% on third downs. The Grizz need one at the Jacks, 39, center of the field. Two receivers left, double tights left. McDowell, Gilman behind him, give to Gilman up the middle. First down, ankle tackle, saved what might have been a touchdown by the safety Colby Herter at the 35-yard line. The Jacks were coming downhill on a blitz, and Gilman up the middle nearly broke it. Herter, the stop, means it's only four yards and a first down to the SDSU 35. Gilman has broken a couple of plays like that for big gainers and touchdown runs earlier in the season, so as you said, Great ankle tackle by Herter to keep that one from getting to the house. 4.55 first quarter. Jacks went right down the field. Isaiah Davis, a six-yard touchdown on the opening drive. Jacks lead at 7-0. Montana first and 10, SDSU 35. McDowell a handoff. Gilman at the middle. Sidesteps a man, 32-31, and he'll get held up at the 30-yard line. Stallbird and Herter were in there. There is some extracurricular on both sides, and everybody chirping as the Jacks will bring in four new defensive linemen. Montana has won 10 in a row. It's only lost its conference opener at Northern Arizona back on September the 23rd. The Jacks haven't lost since the opener at Iowa some 16 months ago. And here they are playing for the national championship. Nick Osmo in the backfield now for the Grizzly, replacing Gilman for this play. Osmo to the left of McDowell, 6 feet 218 out of Portland. Second and five, snap back McDowell, handoff on a jet sweep, trying to run right to left, Xavier Harris makes multiple men miss in the backfield, then got hit out of bounds at the 25-yard line by K.O. Reeder. Harris is right at the first down sticks, they're gonna mark him back to the 26, it'll be third and one, the Jacks nearly tackled that on the initial handoff on the jet sweep, then Harris made two men miss and nearly picked up a first. Well, you talk about this being a game of inches. That was a, a game of milliseconds or millimeters right there because the, the blitz almost had the jet sweep corralled in the backfield and then a couple of good blocks to allow Harris to get to the edge. 3.30 first quarter. Jack seven, Grizzlies nothing. Montana third and one at the SDSU 26. Two wides right, McDowell takes the shotgun snap, gives to Osmo, and he won't make the line of scrimmage. Quinton Hicks dove and brought him down around the ankles with help from Bach and Stolberg and Freeman and Herter. And it'll be fourth and one Montana, and there is no sign of the kicking team at the SDSU 26. Boy, what an atmosphere here in Frisco, Texas at Toyota Stadium. Jackrabbit Nation rising to its feet behind its bench on the east sideline across from us. Fourth and one, McDowell under center for the first time today. Osmo motions into the backfield. McDowell rolling out to the right, swings it to Osmo, who will pick up the first down by making the catch. Tucker Large tosses him out of bounds at the 21-yard line. Great design by the Montana offense on fourth and one. McDowell to Osmo, just his 20th catch of the year. Five yards and a first down to the Jackrabbit 21. But an effective play call right there. There's a lot of the defense looking for that run up the middle, or you got a quarterback sneak with a guy as big as McDowell. So that play fake freezes the linebacker, and when you can get a running back isolated with the linebacker on the perimeter, most of the time, if the pass is on target, the running back wins. 2-10 opening quarter, 7-0 SDSU in the FCS championship. Montana's first drive has reached the Jacks 21. On first and 10, McDowell with an empty backfield to throw. Left seam, catches made. Big hit by Gales, but hanging on Keelan White to the 12-yard line. That's the 29th consecutive game. White has made a catch for Montana, and it's a gain of nine. 
McDowell is now six out of six on this drive for 30 yards. Second down and just over a yard. Grizzlies need to get close to the 11. They're inside of the 13. Evan Schaefer will line up as a fullback to McDowell's left in a pistol with Gilman, the national freshman of the year behind him. Jacks blitz, the give is a fake to Gilman. McDowell keeps it on the right edge inside the 10, cuts left and he'll have a first down as Large brings him down at the six. Great job on the fake by McDowell to keep around the right edge and pick up a first down. It's goal to go for the Grizzlies. Stalbert had the blitz wide open to it and, and like you said, McDowell made the right decision and pulled it when he let Stalbert get as deep as he could. So first and goal at the Jackrabbit six. McDowell with Gilman behind him. Fakes the handoff. He'll throw the fade to the right corner of the end zone, but not expecting the ball that quickly was the wideout on the right side, Aaron Fonts. It's an incomplete pass. Nobody was near it. It's second down and goal to go. This is Montana's first trip in the Case IH red zone. Visit your local Case IH dealer or log on to CaseIH.com slash Jackrabbits. Dallas BM was in perfect defensive position. The receiver out there, Fonts, I think McDowell was looking for him on a back shoulder or an out throw, but he kept running towards the flat in the back of the end zone, but Beatham had it covered beautifully. 13th play of this drive. Grizz have had the ball for nearly eight minutes. McDowell, shotgun snap, handoff up the middle. Gilman, nothing there. Tried to run off the left side, and it's Tyshawn Gales who throws him backward just inside of the eight-yard line. What a play by Gales, who has been active on this opening drive. Jesse Bobbitt told us the other day that we need to tackle solid. We need to tackle in space. The first guy there has got to make the wrap up, and Dyson Gales did exactly that. Jared DePriest hobbling off the field, had to be helped by his teammates to avoid a timeout. Under 20 seconds left in the quarter, Montana third and goal just outside of the seven. Three wides to the right. Now motioning right to left comes Keelan White. Clock down to six seconds in the quarter. McDowell takes the snap, looks to throw, steps up, avoids pressure, ranging to the left. He'll run inside the five, tried to hurdle the man, and he got tripped up shy of the goal line at the one. Matthew Durantz came up as McDowell tried to leap over him. Durantz hit McDowell around the left ankle or knee. He went somersaulting shy of the goal line. He landed just inside of the one. Going on the field with the ball carry, we're short to the goal line. Fourth down. That is the end of the first quarter. So not only is it fourth and goal inside of the one, it's the end of the first quarter on the Dakota Bank scoreboard in the FCS National Championship. It is South Dakota State seven and Montana nothing. Fourth and goal for the Grizz inside the one as we switch sides here in Frisco. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Start of the second quarter from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. South Dakota State leads Montana 7-0, but it's Grizz football fourth and goal inside of the Jackrabbit one-yard line. Today's national championship contest is presented by Nutrient Egg Solutions. Ask any top performer, and they'll tell you that home field is definitely an advantage. Whether it's Dana J. Dicow Stadium or on your farm's fields, local knowledge and local support matter. Nutrient Egg Solutions and the Jacks are leading the field this season and beyond. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the Jackrabbit Sports Network podcast. You can hear the latest in SDSU athletics, weekly interviews, game replays of today's game, listen back to it tomorrow, coaches' shows, and much more. Search Jackrabbits wherever you podcast and hit that subscribe button to unlock hours of weekly content.
That's Scotty Claus on the field with Brent Bowen and Al Bahi. I'm Tyler Merriam in the Hefty C broadcast booth. Hefty brand Freedom Series soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex soybeans. Won't take us long to go through the drives. South Dakota State started at its own 25. 11 plays, 75 yards in 6 minutes and 52 seconds. Capped off by an Isaiah Davis 6-yard touchdown run. And the Jacks had a 7-0 lead at the 8.08 mark of the opening quarter. The Grizz then took the ensuing kickoff. Junior Bergen had an excellent return of 39 yards, and Montana has slowly marched since then all the way to the about two-third yard line, and that's where the Grizzlies are. McDowell for the Grizz started 5 of 5, then threw his final incompletion. He has 29 yards. Gronowski started 5 of 5, his last toss incomplete. 55 yards. Good news too, while not in in this play, Jared DePriest back in the huddle, ready to go, cleared by athletic training and doctor staff. And Montana's going to go for this with three backs, one to either side and one behind McDowell. Now they shift, wing back either side. McDowell under center on fourth and goal. It's a handoff on a sweep from right to left. The give went to the running back, Gilman, and Adam Bach threw him down, and he did not get in. What a play by Adam Bach. All Gilman has to do is reach forward. He's down the line. All he's got to do is reach forward, and it's a touchdown, and Bach prevented it. He could not reach forward because Bach had him totally wrapped up around the arm, so the only thing that he could get to the goal line was his silver helmet. That is as perfect of a tackle as you will ever see, and Adam Bach does it. Adam Bach's 100th career tackle in postseason play, and he's never made a bigger one. Now you need to make some room. <laughs> Backed up to your own checkerboarded end zone. Gronowski will have Davis behind him in a pistol formation. Gus Miller, his hand on the football, it's just across the Jacks' own goal line. It is a fake to Davis. Gronowski throws a slant over the middle and a sliding catch by Jaden Yonke to the 16-yard line. If he hits Jaden Yonke in stride, he's still running. Well, I've said it before, you can't have a 99-yard touchdown if you don't start at the one. That was close. You're not wrong. <laughs> New Seed wants you to take advantage of this golden opportunity in the fields on your farm. Score big with canola and sunflower hybrids from New Seed. Opening minute, second quarter of the FCS National Championship. Jacks seven, Grizz nothing. SDSU at its own 16 of first and 10. Davis to Gronowski's left, Johnson behind him. Give to Johnson, running left to the 25 to the 30. Tried to hurdle him in and got tripped up at the 32-yard line after 11 yards and a first down. So Johnson able to move the sticks. Braxton Hill, the All-American linebacker, with 117 tackles on the year, brings down Johnson. And it's worth remembering, a year ago in Frisco, Johnson, nine rushes, 126 yards and a touchdown. That's a big play there for Amar of 11 yards. Well, the Grizzlies' zone rush went from left to right, kind of overshot, so Johnson made a nice cut back into the middle of the field to pick up those 10. Jack shift, two tight ends left, two wides right. Johnson the back behind Gronowski. Three-step drop, Gronowski a pump fake, pump fake, throws it deep down the right corner, and it's intercepted. Picked off left sideline, 40. Corbin Walker, 30, 25, and the quarterback cuts to the right and is brought down to the 24-yard line. There's a flag at the end of the return as Gronowski throws just his fifth INT of the season. 
Well, Gronowski double pumped, and the receiver was open on that right sideline. He was there. Gronowski didn't account for the safety coming across from the middle. Had he thrown that pass a little bit higher and gets him over that safety, it's a completion and a long one for the Jackrabbits. For 15 of the return team, 15-yard 10-yard penalty, first down. Okay, so the penalty is actually on Montana. So to move things back, that is Gary Leeper, our Southland Conference referee. He's out of Broomfield, Colorado. So a 25-yard return and a timeout on the field. We'll step aside, 13-24, second quarter of the FCS National Championship. South Dakota State just its 12th turnover of the year, and the Grizz have it at the SDSU 33. When you come back, it's 7-0 SDSU leading, and this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 13-24 to play in the second quarter from Toyota Stadium in Frisco. Jackrabbit deep into the goal line stand, but then Gronowski throws an interception on the third play of the drive, so it's Grizzly football on the Jackrabbit 33-yard line. At Hogemeyer, local means something greater. Raised local, raised right here in Jackrabbit Nation. You can learn more at therightseed.com. And the Summit League Network is your ticket to watching South Dakota State basketball. You can do it virtually every conference game, home and away, and it'll be available. Subscribe today at midcosportsplus.com. Catch all the action of the Summit League Network. It's the 23rd takeaway of the year by the Montana defense. The Grizz in the return game, that sometimes can have some lost yardage. You had the big kickoff return of 39 yards by Junior Bergen that helped start Montana's opening drive, which ended with the failed fourth down attempt. And then Montana gets 25 on that uh, interception from the corner Walker, his third of the year. So the Grizz in the silver helmets, white tops and maroon pants against the Jacks in all blues. The helmets, the tops, the pants are all blue. Grizzlies at the Jacks, 33, they'll go from left to right. Diamond formation, three backs. The deep man is Nick Osmo. Full back left and Gilman to the right of McDowell. Clap of the hands, handoff, it's a fake of what would have been a flea flicker. Then running from left to right is Osmo inside the 30 to the 25 yard line. Osmo for eight as they hand off on essentially a sweep to the right, then fake a pitch back, and McDowell was waiting on a flea flicker, and instead, Osmo keeps for eight. Discipline by the Jackrabbit defense to stay and protect your area, regardless of the misdirection, the fakes, the gimmick plays, they've seen them all year. Second and two, Montana on the right hash of the Jacks 25. A back to either side of McDowell. It's a handoff to Eli Gilman running left. He'll pick up the first down, break a tackle 20. Left sideline tried to throw a stiff arm, and Freeman pushed him out of bounds at the 14-yard line of South Dakota State. So 11 yards for Eli Gilman. Six carries, 22 yards for the National Freshman of the Year out of Dassel, Minnesota. The distinct difference of the Grizzly offense, they're able to get blocks and maintain the blocks, where the Jacks, I think, typically at times have been able to shuff that blocker off or get out, get out and uh, make a play. The Montana Grizz doing a good job blocking downfield. Two wides right, Osmo the only back to the right of McDowell, two tight ends to the right. First and 10, McDowell, a toss sweep, Osmo started right, cut back left, Large forced him inside, then Bach running from right to left brings him down at the 13-yard line. So it's a gain of two, it'll be second down and eight. 12 minutes, second quarter, FCS National Championship. South Dakota State seven, Montana nothing. Jack scored on their opening drive. The Grizz were stopped on fourth and goal at the one. Then Gronowski was picked. And now Montana trying to tie the game at the Jacks 13, second and eight. 
five wides, empty set for the 6'4", 224-pound quarterback, Clifton McDowell. Blitz is on, he gets rid of it, screen right side to White, and Jason Freeman had it blown up. Maybe a half a yard for Keelan White as Freeman, a terrific read and execution by the senior out of Zion, Illinois. Well, Freeman at, at linebacker position, one of the guys Jesse Bobbitt talked about this week as having grown the most, matured the most, and he has been just a huge plus for this Jackrabbit defense since he came in. His growth and maturity knows how to play his position, steps up and made a big play. Chris are one of three on third downs today and one of two on fourth. This is third and eight of the Jacks, 13. Three wides, McDowell in a four-man rush, has time, chucks it down the left side, and the ball is deflected away. It was intended for Aaron Fonts and Miles Taylor, the corner out of Gilbert, Arizona, with his back to the quarterback, McDowell, got his right arm up and knocked it away to force Montana to send the field goal unit out. Actually goes right off like the back shoulder pad in the back of Taylor's helmet, just being in great position. Grizz fans, I think, wanting the penalty on that. Nico Ramos, 9 of 12 on the year, 4 of 7 in the playoffs. Off the right hash to try a 30-yard field goal, Travis Benham will hold. To put Montana on the board, good snap, good placement. The kick by Ramos is up, and it is good, and the Grizz are on the board. So Montana takes advantage of the Mark Gronowski interception, but is unable to push it to, into the end zone. The Northland Ford Dealers drive summary. Montana, five plays, 20 yards in two minutes and 33 seconds, capped off by the testy, testy. by the 30-yard field goal, which was good from Nico Ramos, the seventh-year senior out of Miami. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 10:51, second quarter. It's the FCS National Championship, South Dakota State 7 and Montana 3. And this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 10:51 to go in the second quarter from Toyota Stadium in Frisco. And South Dakota State 7, Montana 3 here on the FCS National Championship. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is working in sync with the earth to produce innovative and sustainable plant-based solutions that are changing the world. Visit Poet.com and you can get back in rhythm with nature with Poet. And Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy, a proud partner of Jackrabbit Athletics. The two deep men for South Dakota State, three yards into the checkerboard end zone on the south end of Toyota Stadium, Amar Johnson and Griffin Wilby to return the kick. That'll be set off by Grant Glasgow. 10-51 in the second quarter. What an atmosphere here in Frisco, wherever you may be. We hope you're enjoying it. 18,000 plus are here in the northern Dallas suburb of Frisco. This is a returnable kick. And here is Griffin Wildy to the 10, running right to the 15. Cuts left 20 to the 25, and he's out to the 28-yard line. So about a 25-yard return for Griffin Wildy. And we have a timeout on the field. 10.45 remains in the second quarter. It's SDSU 7 and Montana 3. The 2024 FCS National Championship continues in just a moment. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 10.45 to play in the second quarter. Top-seeded South Dakota State leads second-seeded Montana 7-3. It's Jackrabbit football on their own 27-yard line. If it's in your big picture, First Bank and Trust can help you achieve it with personalized financial planning and trusted advice. You can find out how First Bank and Trust makes planning for you, your future easier at bankeasy.com. And Mustang Seeds, a family-owned seed company that will provide you with quality seed and leading genetics. Learn more at mustangseeds.com. 
First drive ended in a touchdown, second in an interception for South Dakota State. This is the third Jackrabbit drive. It begins at their own 27. Jackson Yonke wide left, Jaden with the yellow gloves wide right. Hines and Morgan, two tight ends. Hines motions to the right, Morgan to the left. Davis behind Gronowski. Claps his hands once, a second time to give to Davis, running right, tries to cut left and didn't have any real estate to work with. Boy, Montana so good at that linebacking group and the All-American out of Anaconda, Montana, Braxton Hill. It's about 100 miles from Missoula. He brings down Davis for no gain. Davis now, five rushes, 10 yards. They have bottled him up so far as the Montana defense. Well, it's their ability to fill those gaps that their defensive line creates. Their linebackers with that shift to the left and the zone rush were right where Isaiah Davis was trying to go. There was a cutback lane, but their pursuit was too good. Three wides left amid a three-man rush. Gronowski running left. Davis the lead block, 30, 35, 40, 45. Left seam midfield, 45, cradling the football with all of his might, held up by half the Grizzly defense at the 40-yard line of Montana. Mark Gronowski for 33 yards. How about the escort by Isaiah Davis? Just get behind Zay and let him plow a lane down the field, just hand on his back, just rolling downfield. Gronowski's longest rush of the season, but again, he's had three rushes of over 50 yards throughout his career in the playoffs. Jackrabbits send three wides right. Gronowski shifts Davis to his left, Hines tight left at the Montana 40, first and 10. Gronowski to throw, Grizz rush four. He feels it, rolling right, trying to break away, now throws the ball down the right side to save a sack, incomplete pass. The blitz came from Hill. Hill had Gronowski around the ankles, and Mark somehow spun, and then was barely able to get rid of that ball. And he was outside the tackle box, it cleared the line of scrimmage, incomplete pass, no penalty, second and 10. I don't know how he got rid of it. Again, it's physical strength. We've seen it from Isaiah Davis. Now we've seen it from Mark Gronowski because he said the defender had him wrapped up around the legs, but he took that extra spin and was able to keep his balance to get that ball in the area of a receiver on the sidelines. 9-0-9, 9-0-9, second quarter, 7-3 Jacks. Listen to the crowd on both sides. Second and 10, Jacks, Montana 40. Gronowski shotgun snap, give to Davis. Trying to turn the corner left side, and as he attempted to throw a stiff arm, not falling for it, and tossing him out of bounds, Garrett Graves from his safety position, the sixth-year senior out of Eureka, Montana, at the 37-yard line. So Davis for three, it'll be third and seven, under nine minutes left, second quarter. Jacks seven, Grizz three in the FCS championship. Really early in the game to say this, Tyler, but this is a big play right here for the Jacks. Maybe two down territory. You're at the 38-yard line to keep that momentum. If you don't get the first down on third, make it fourth and short. Three wides right, one left. Davis to Gronowski's left. Montana has five men at the line come with four. Gronowski will keep trying to go left, and he gets gobbled up. Absolutely nowhere to go. Ryan Tyrrell and Riley Wilson there. And then a couple of the Jackrabbits tried to defend Gronowski, who thought that the Grizz held on to him a little long. So it's fourth down at the 37 of the Grizz. And Dustman coming on to punt. If you try to field goal here, it would be about 55 yards. Instead, the Jacks will try to pin Montana deep. And keep in mind, Junior Bergen, as electric as they come, the All-American punt returner, stands with his tippy toes on the 10-yard line. Dustman with a little breeze at his back. 
snap from Olivier. Grizz do not come after it. End over end, good kick by Dustman. It'll go out of bounds near the two. We'll see where it actually crossed the line. They're gonna say at the five. So Dustman does his job. That is a punt of 32 yards and no return as the coffin corner successful for Hunter Dustman. 7.49 to play in quarter number two of the FCS championship. And it is South Dakota State seven, Montana three. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 7.49 to play in the second quarter. South Dakota State still a 7-3 lead over Montana here on the FCS National Championship. It's Montana Grizzlies football at their own five-yard line. You can make the outdoors your office by being an intern, seasonal, or volunteer with South Dakota Game Fish and Parks. Visit gfp.sd.gov for more information on positions. Hey, some of us grew up playing with tractors. Lucky ones still get to do it for real every day. Farmers and ranchers who we're talking about out there providing safe, affordable food for our tables. Thank you, farmers from the South Dakota Farm Bureau. Jack's 142 yards to Montana's 77. Mark Gronowski, six of nine for 70 yards. He's also rushed for 48. Clifton McDowell, the Montana quarterback, six of eight for 29 yards. Four different men have rushed for Montana. They have a total of 48 yards on the ground. Grizz will start at their own five in the shadow of the two bands on the north end of the stadium. Two wides left. Double tights right, McDowell takes the snap, handing off to Eli Gilman, breaking one tackle, trying to lunge through a second. He was held up by Freeman, and then Herter able to come over and make the stop at the eight. Three-yard game for Eli Gilman, the redshirt freshman from Dassel, Minnesota, population 1500, about an hour west of the Minneapolis-St. Paul Twin Cities. He was recruited by UND, UNI, and USD, but neither NDSU nor SDSU offered him. So a second down and seven for the Grizz. Nose of the football on their own eight. An early movement, the offensive lineman on the right side. First team all league right tackle, Brandon Casey All's moved away early. Number 66, offense, half the distance, still second down. So Montana commits the false start again because of the fact they're inside the 10. It's not a five yard penalty. It'll mark the Grizz back to their own four, so it's second down and 11. Jackson all blues. Caden Johnson, Brian Williams, Max Balloon, Cade Tervere are the ends. You have Stahlberg along with Freeman and Williamson are the linebackers. Taylor and Gales the corner, Larger and Hurd the safeties. Throw left side, diving and making the catch on the left seam was Keelan White, covered tightly by Herter at the eight-yard line, so a gain of four. And now it's third down and seven for Montana, 6.30 to play. In quarter number two, Jacks a 7-3 lead. Might see the Jacks bring some pressure here. Jesse Bobbitt telling us we may see some more attacks and blitzes up the middle with those wide splits, but they're a little bit tighter here on this third and seven. Grizz are one of four on third downs today. Three wides, two right, one left. McDowell claps his hands, knee-high snap, rolling out right, throws that way, catches made by Gilman in the back, turns up field, and he'll have a first down. He got the angle beyond the reach of the linebacker Savion Williamson out to the 17-yard line, nine-yard gain. That's a big first down for the Grizz, so they don't have have to punt inside of their own 20. And again, the effectiveness of that running back, Gilman, good hands coming out of the backfield. He's run a handful of those real routes throughout the season, 
And again, got him isolated on a linebacker out in space. 5.50, second quarter, Jack 7, Grizz 3, national championship of the FCS from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. Montana, three wides in the set, fake of the handoff, McDowell trying to keep right. Bach was in pursuit from behind, McDowell felt him coming and dove to the 19-yard line into the waiting arms of Ryan Van Morrow. So a gain of two, second down and eight. That is the 15th rush of the day for Montana and four different men have attempted runs for the Grizzlies. Well, and 10 times during the season, Tyler, they handed the ball off or had running plays 40 times or more in 10 of those games. Four games, they rushed the ball 50 or more times, so they're gonna keep the ball pounding on the ground. Second and eight Grizzlies in the bright sunshine on the north end of the stadium at their own 19. Motioning right to left, Fonts the wideout. Play fake McDowell, pressure is on. He steps up, throws near side, incomplete. He just avoided a sack by stepping up. Great feel by McDowell. Then his throw for Bergen was too high. Coverage by Miles Taylor. Sets up another third down for the Grizz. They'll need eight from their own 19. He showed some strength, and as you said, presence in that pocket. Jason Freeman timed that snap extremely well off that right side linebacker position. McDowell saw him coming, just a quick little half a step up to avoid a hit from number 11 in blue. Nose of the football rests on the Montana 19. Grizz need the 27. Jackrabbits have walked five men to the line. Four are down plus Bach. McDowell, clap of his hands, drops to throw, blitzes on, and he's going to get vacuumed amid a sea of blue. Hicks and Stolberg and Tervere and Bach and you name them, they were involved. McDowell back at the 13 goes down. That is a Nutrient Ag Solutions sack. Nutrient Ag Solutions, the ag retailer of the future. McDowell had no chance as the Jacks pick up their 25th sack of the year and first of the day. Some may call that collapsing the pocket. Tyler, that was crushing the pocket by that rush from the Jackrabbits. So to punt for Montana is Travis Benham out of his own end zone. Two steps, right-footed boot. The wind's going to hold this thing up. It'll land at the 40, then bounced off a jackrabbit. It's loose, and Montana might have jumped on it. Coming up with it is a Montana tight end, Eric Barker. The punt was so short, it landed and crawled up the back of the leg of a jackrabbit, it appeared, which means it's a live football. And Barker, the number two tight end from Montana, hops on it at the 44 of Montana territory. Matt Durance was engaged with a Touch. defender, and he was Return. the one Receiver recovered by the offense. First down. It hits the back leg of Matthew Durant, and I think it's Jalen B. Lee who's out there trying to pounce on top of it, and it hit that back leg like you mentioned and just became a live ball. Bad bounce for the Jacks. 31-yard punt, and again, when you are an underdog, as Montana is, you need some things to go your way, and they've had them so far. 7-3 Jacks, 4-12 second quarter. Montana at its own 44 after what amounts to a Jackrabbit turnover. Three wides, one left, two right. Wide snap, McDowell corrals it, hands off to Osmo up the middle to the 46, to the 47, still going. Legs churning to the 49-yard line. So Osmo for five, he has 14 yards on four carries. You know, we've talked about Gilman and Osmo in the backfield. Osmo a year ago was the leading rusher. He had missed most of the 2021 season with an injury and then came back last year. He averages for his career almost five yards per carry and runs an awful lot like a player that we have seen up at North Dakota State, Hunter Lukey, now at the Dallas Cowboys. He was offered by both Army and Air Force out of high school. Empty set for McDowell on second and five. Grizz at their own 49. 
McDowell to throw him in a four-man rush. Has time down the center of the field. Bergen makes the catch, sidesteps one tackle, pinballs his way to the 39-yard line. Give credit to Gales for making the hit that actually knocks him to the turf. It's a gain of 12. Grizzlies first down, 3-10 second quarter, and the Jacks a 7-3 lead. Well, the Jacks may be giving up some of these chunk plays on defense, but they are not letting yards after catch beat them right now. As soon as the ball is delivered, you've got contact from a secondary player or a linebacker right there. there. And that's one of the things Montana's good at is yards after catch. Bergen's first catch of the day from the Jacks, 39, first and 10, trips left. McDowell will fake a handoff, throw it left side to a screen. Bergen has room left sideline 35, and he is hit out of bounds by Dallas Beanham at the 33-yard line. There is a flag at the line of scrimmage, and the indication is a hold. Our referee again, Gary Leeper. Holding, number 76, offense, 10-yard penalty. Still first down. That is Journey Grimsrud out of Huntley, Montana, who originally was a defensive lineman for the Grizz, making his 15th consecutive start at right guard. That hold moves the football back to the Jacks 49. 2.39, clock running in quarter number two. Jacks seven, Montana three in the FCS championship game. And that's a penalty that frustrates coaches because it was away from where the play was going and on a quick play like that, the quick screen out into the flat, it's really kind of unnecessary, but I, I'm also thinking you could call holding on almost every play. McDowell with one receiver left and two to the right out wide. Osmo behind him in a pistol play fake. Pump fake McDowell on the double move. It wasn't left. He'll roll right now. Throw deep down the right side. Incomplete. Intended for Fonts. Beanham had the coverage. And it will now be second down and 20. So McDowell wanted that double move. The uh, the step out and then go on the pump fake to the left. It wasn't there. He rolled right and saw Fonts, but Beanham all over him, and he airmailed it. Secondary outstanding in their coverage, as you said. They wanted that double move, but the zone was there protecting him. And when he comes back to that right side, Fonts was streaking down that right sideline, but again, beat him right there with him in his hip pocket, made that an impossible throw to, to complete. Evan Schaefer, a tight end, joins Bergen and White. Three receivers left, one wide right, Sawyer Racanelli. Now motioning out further to the left is White. McDowell, a deep drop, rolling out to the right, and ground pounds the football as a screen was trying to be set up for Osmo. The Jacks read it, did an excellent job. Quinton Hicks was coming from McDowell's backside. Another Jackrabbit was coming up the middle, felt the screen and backed up and plugged up the gap, and McDowell just had to throw it into the turf to set up third down. Well, you know, I mentioned earlier how Zach Lujan liked having three weeks to prepare. So did Jesse Bobbitt, especially with the wide splits that this offense shows. It does it doesn't tip off whether it's a run or a pass, but it changes your technique as a defender. You have to figure out on the fly, literally on the field, what angle you're going to take and where you're going to go on your rush. So third and 20, Montana just across midfield at the SDSU 49. Two wides left, one right. And early movement. It was three-man rushing for South Dakota State, and the Montana Grizzlies actually might have called a timeout here. Let's get confirmation from Gary Leeper, our referee. Timeout. Montana, first time out of the half. All right, we'll step aside. 2.04 remains in the second quarter. It is South Dakota State 7, Montana 3 in the FCS Championship. The Grizz have a third and 20 at the Jacks 49 when you come back to Frisco. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 2.04 to play here in the opening half from Toyota Stadium. South Dakota State leads Montana 7-3 in the FCS National Championship. It's Grizzly football, third and 20 on the 49-yard line. 
Today's national championship contest is brought to you by Hefty Brand 40 Series Corn. The first corn seed designed for high performance and soil temps as low as 40 degrees. Before we get back to the action, let's pause 10 seconds to allow for stations to identify themselves. This is South Dakota State Football. This is WNAX Yankton. Check out the impressive capability of the Ford F-150 at BuyFordNow.com. Tyler Merriam, Brent Bowen, Al Bahi in the FTC broadcast booth. Scotty Quaz in the field. Weston Vanini, our parabolic mic operator. Brad Peterson, our statistician. Montana at the 49 of the Jacks, a third and 20. Three receivers for Clifton McDowell, who is 9 of 14 through the air for 54 yards. Back to his right, Nick Osmo. Jacks rush three. McDowell rolling right, has time, may run. He will right sideline for a limited gain. Brian Williams and Adam Bach were both in pursuit. McDowell out at the 46 of the Jacks. Three-yard gain, and now Montana will punt. 158. In quarter number two, Jackrabbits seven, Montana three in what has just been an odd first half. It, yeah, it kind of has, and I was just going to say, during that timeout, you have to believe Bobby Houck, head coach for the Grizzly, told McDowell, if there's not something wide open, don't try to force anything. We don't want to turn the ball over here, tuck it down, run it. We're going to punt and pin him deep and turn it back over to our defense. Travis Benham's first punt was 31 yards that crawled up a Jackrabbit back and was recovered. This end over end kick again is going to die on the far side. Tucker Large, a fair catch, and he'll make it at the 13-yard line. So a 33-yard punt from Benham, and it's South Dakota State football when you return to Frisco, Texas. 152 to play in the second quarter. It's the FCS National Championship, South Dakota State 7, Montana 3, and this is Jackrabbit football for Learfield. 152 to go in the second quarter. South Dakota State leads Montana 7-3 here at Toyota Stadium in Frisco. The Jackrabbits have the football on their own 13-yard line. Vance's Jackrabbit app is your home for all things SDSU athletics. You can access your ticket account, earn rewards from local businesses, in-game updates, and live audio and video. Visit gojacks.com app and download the Jackrabbit app today on your mobile device. On the scoreboard, it shows each team have three timeouts. However, Montana did call one earlier. We believe they have two. The Jackrabbits have three. Montana won the toss and deferred. It'll be Grizz ball to start the second half. 152 in the second quarter. Jacks from their own 13 in the shadows of the National Soccer Hall of Fame take over. Jacks with three wides left. One to the right. Amar Johnson to Bronowski's right. What an atmosphere it's been all day here in Frisco. Three down linemen, Grizz rush four, Gronowski with time, pump fake down the center, Jackson Yonke makes the catch along the right seam, turns up field, and he's hit down at the 31-yard line. Well, once again on that play, Tyler, we see the Grizzlies staying on top of the ball carrier, not letting them get up right away. He takes some more time off the clock. 18-yard gain, Jackson the hurry up, Gronowski pumping, pumping, and throws deep down the right sideline, incomplete. There was nobody in the area. This could be intentional ground. Gronowski is pleading, saying Jackson Yonke was in the area. That's a big ask. The officials are huddling right now. Gronowski never got outside the pocket. And if you don't get outside the pocket, you have to have a receiver in the area. And there's the flag. I think he was arguing that the route was supposed to go the other way. And when Yonke turned in, he should have turned out. Intentional grounding. Number 11, offense. No receiver in the area, and the passer was not outside the quarterback. We know Foul, what he meant. loss of down, third down. 
correction, second down. But again, it's, it is a loss of down on the penalty. So that's the issue. The Jacks go back to their own 23. It becomes a second and 18. One three to play. Second quarter, South Dakota State 7, Montana 3. Gronowski talking to the 605 Hogs. Greenfield, McCormick, Miller, Berenson, and Brian before they take their positions. Three wides, two left, and one right. Gronowski clap of his hands. Give Dilmar Johnson trying to run right in the Montana defense there yet again. Riley Wilson, Ryan Tyrrell, the linebackers, bring him down to the 24 after a gain of one. So it's third and 17, a minute 20 in the clock ticking. Jax, I think, will let this clock run down inside of a minute. That's what I was going to say. That play call was designed to keep the clock running. If Johnson is able to bring something off out there, that's awesome. But take some more time off of this clock. Montana's still got a couple of timeouts left. If they can hold them, I expect you'll see them take one here to try to get the ball back before the end of the second quarter. One minute left in the half, eight to snap it. Gronowski shotgun, helmet eye snap, give to Johnson, running right 25, 30, 35, cuts left to the 37. Ryder Meyer, the second leading tackler on the Grizzly team, brings him down. It's a healthy gain of 13, timeout. still four yard shot. 30 second timeout, Montana, second timeout of the half. So the Grizzlies call their second timeout with 45 seconds left in the half, and you keep in mind, these two teams have two of the best punt returners in the FCS. Junior Bergen had a 59-yard punt return for a touchdown against Furman in the quarterfinals, a 47-yard punt return for a score against North Dakota State in the semis. And you look at this Montana team all year, the issue for the Grizz has been consistency in its offense. They can hit you with a big play, but they struggle to consistently move the football. That's why Bergen's returns have been so huge and why Hunter Dustman must be careful here. Well, he's got to be careful, and Pat Cashmore, you know, spent time these last couple of weeks planning coverages on situations like this. Dustman from his own 25, a rolling line drive, end over end punt, it's over Bergen's head, he backpedals to his own eight, trying to return it, cutting right, cutting left to the 15, and he got hit out of bounds there by Kevin Brenner. So Dustman, a dandy of a punt with the wind at his back, chased Bergen back, 55 yard punt, return of seven, and with 35 seconds left in the second quarter, Montana trailing 7-3 begins at its own 15-yard line. Well, yes, having the, the wind at his back certainly helped him get that kick down the field. The other thing he did was placed it very well because he used the sidelines basically as one of the defenders. The blue jerseys that went down on coverage came from the center of the field to that right-hand side. So they had Junior Bergen basically pinned against the sideline when that ball came down. Jacks have three down linemen in as Montana at its own 15, one timeout, 35 seconds left. McDowell looking to throw, stepping up over the middle, juggled and caught just across the 20 by Drew Deck, third year sophomore, only his fourth catch of the year. Freeman hit him down immediately after a six yard gain. 20 seconds left, Grizz, no huddle with one timeout. Second and four, McDowell a three step drop. He'll throw down the left numbers, catch is made by Keelan White. He is hit down by Freeman at the 37 yard line. 
gain of 16. 12 seconds left, one timeout for Montana. Robbie Houck trying to get McDowell's attention despite the football, but he won't do it. 10 seconds left, McDowell shotgun snap, drops to throw over the middle, catch made deck again. He'll dive across the 45 to the 46 yard line, and Montana uses its final timeout with one second remaining in the second quarter of play. Timeout, University of Montana, final timeout of the half, 30 seconds. Just enough time for Montana to try one Please reset play. the game clock to three seconds. And they're gonna put three, three seconds, seconds on, on the game clock, please. One thing to keep in mind here, Scotty, Montana, if it tries to throw the ball the entire length of the field, which McDowell has a heck of an arm, yep. going into a pretty stiff breeze. It's a good 10 to 15 mile an hour breeze. That end is canopied, so it does kind of fall dead. It does create that hard shadow line. What about the 10 yard line there then too? So it's gonna be maybe a little more difficult to look downfield. A lot of things are in shadows where you're standing at the sunshine and he'll be on the back side of the 50. Large, Durant, Herter, and Reeder, four safeties are coming up basically along the shadow line of the canopy near the 15-yard line. Three now they're backing up the to game the 10. Clock, please. Three seconds. Jax will have three linemen in this game to come after the quarterback. Actually, they have two plus Stalbert acting as a third. <laughs> McDowell with three wides left and one to the right from his own 46. Barring a penalty, last play of the half. McDowell a deep drop, waiting, waiting, waiting. He'll throw it as far as he can, down the left side into heavy traffic, and it is intercepted in the end zone. Returning it right sideline to the 20, Beanham out to the 30, still going to the 35-yard line, and he's finally down. Dallas Beanham's seventh career postseason interception gives the Jackrabbits the halftime lead. So your score at the break on the Dakota Bank scoreboard is SDSU 7 and Montana 3. Take a breath, Jackrabbit Nation. We've still got 30 minutes in regulation of the national championship game. SDSU trying to make that original touchdown stand up. A 7-3 lead. Our halftime show with Brent Bowen is next. This is Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. Thanks for joining us from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas, FCS National Championship, South Dakota State 7, Montana 3, the halftime score. Standing by with head coach Jimmy Rogers is Scotty Quaz. Jimmy, offensively, you bury down the field and you score a touchdown, uh, but then have trouble getting into the end zone uh, the rest of the way out. Uh, some adjustments to make offensively against their defense? Yeah, and we really haven't given it a shot. Our special teams has kind of hurt us, so we're playing great on D. We just got to keep responding and they don't score any more points, they can't beat us. And defensively, too, you're doing a nice job of containing them, it seems. Yeah, we just need to do our jobs and tackle well. Very good, thanks. All right, thank you very much, Scotty. It uh, is worth noting, Al, now in four playoff games, the Jacks have allowed only 15 points. They shut out Mercer, held Villanova to 12, shut out Albany, and they give it up three to Montana. There is so much talk about the offensive weapons and the player of the year uh, in the conference on the offensive side of the thing, shared by two Jackrabbits at Isaiah Davis and Mark Gronowski. Gronowski wins the Peyton Award. You got an All-American tight end in Zach Hines, the Yankees. Yet when it comes down to it, Jimmy Rogers' team still thinks that this is a squad built on its defense. That's why they're here, and quite frankly, that's why they have a 7-3 lead. And what makes that defense so good, Tyler, it's not one or two players here and there that step up and make big plays. Yes, they've got leaders, but all 11 defenders on the field at every single play are playing as a complete unit. 
He goes back to the Northern Iowa game when they held the, the Northern Iowa Panthers to just a field goal in that Hobo Day win. And that really is what started a streak of some extremely awesome defensive football by the Jackrabbits. They have only given up. I missed my chance to talk about this on Adam Box tackle. I was too excited about the stop that he made. But the Jackrabbits have only given up one rushing touchdown in the last nine games, and that came in the playoffs against Villanova. The Jackrabbits had that 11-play, 75-yard, nearly seven-minute scoring drive to start the game. Since then, they've only had 12 plays of offense. They've had the ball for less than six minutes since. And that's why it's so unique. You feel like SDSU's made a number of mistakes. They've missed some opportunities, yet they have the four-point lead and obviously the goal line stand by Adam Bach. Nothing short of sensational. Let us remind you this, a Montana team that is trying to win its first national championship since 2001. First time that this program has been on this stage since 09, and that was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Jacks are back here for the third time in the last four championship games. And our announced crowd today, 19,512. 19,512. It's the fifth largest in FCS championship game history, and it's the biggest in eight seasons here at Toyota Stadium. They did some reconfiguration after the 2016 championship and cut back some capacity, but there is just an electric atmosphere here today as we look forward to our second half. And you look ahead to that second half, Montana on the season, Tyler, has not been strong offensively in the second half. They've been more proficient scoring points in the first half. You want to look at numbers, first half of all their games this year, they scored a total of 266 points, but after halftime, only 163. So that's a difference of 103 points to do the math, which is 15 less touchdowns per game in the second half. The Jackrabbits defensively have only allowed 71 points total after halftime and have continued to outscore their opponents uh, 227 to 71 on the second half. So if that trend continues, the Jacks are gonna start to pull away from this Montana Grizzly football team in the second half. To balance the ledger, we told you about the difference. It's the first drive for the Jacks. Montana went 57 yards on 15 plays, failed on the fourth and goal with the one. Since then, just 69 yards on 21. Plays. They had two punts, the field goal, and then that uh, Hail Mary at the end of the half that went unanswered that Beanham picked up. All right, South Dakota State, blue helmets, blue tops, blue pants. We'll be kicking off. Hunter Dustman will send it deep. Montana with the silver helmets, white tops, maroon pants. Junior Bergen and a 39-yarder earlier today. A 99-yard touchdown return in the quarterfinals against Furman. Dustman from right to left. His kickoff, a line drive. It'll skip at the 20, and Bergen will come up with it at the four. Left seam 10, 15, 20, ran into his own man down at the 24-yard line. That's a 20-yard return. This kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet's a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. Scotty, isn't this fun? It is. Yes, I will just say that, <laughs> trying to find just the right moment here. Visit with Coach Stig about two minutes ago and said, are you watching it? And he just paused for a long time and he said, yeah, I'm still watching it as a coach. So he's watching <laughs> it, analyzing the play. The goal line stand, he said, was huge. 
Four wides for McDowell. Jacks four down linemen. Hicks and Tervier are the ends. Van Morrow and DePriest the tackles. McDowell fake of the handoff. Had to get rid of it quickly and a heck of a catch on a throw to his back shoulder by the tight end Evan Schaefer who gets barreled to the turf by Freeman alongside the safety reader. But that was a heck of a job by McDowell to stand in there and complete a six-yard pass amid a blitz coming off his left side. So what the Jackrabbits want to do is get to him, but as you said, McDowell, a quick read and a quick delivery. That's what gets the ball out of his hands and keeps that defense from getting the sack. Montana has won six one-score games this year, so they're used to playing tight contests. On second and four, Eli Gilman straight up the middle, gets barreled down right at the sticks. Freeman and Gilman had a huge collision. Gilman went sideways, Freeman still down. Reeder tried to lift him up, couldn't do it the first time, finally did the second time. Freeman's such a warrior. Remember, he uh, uh, tore his bicep a year ago in the semifinals. Broke a bone in his hand in the semis this year, and he's coming off the field. Spalding will check in for him. They do give Gilman a first down to Montana's own 35. 13-52 third quarter. It's Montana with a 7-3 deficit. Fake of a handoff, McDowell. Throw over the middle in traffic. Bergen makes the catch. He's brought down by Graham Spalding at the 41. Six-yard gain over the middle to Bergen. For Bergen today, that's his second reception for 18 yards. Well, and again, Tyler, not built for long, deep pass plays. They dink and dunk and throw that ball to wherever they've got an open man and then try to take advantage of maybe a missed tackle and get the yards after catch by their receivers. The Jackrabbit linebackers in secondary have been doing a solid job of preventing those yards after catch so far today. New down lineman for SDSU. There's four of them. Two wides and a tight end right, one to the left. Gilman on the right hip of McDowell, second and four. Spalding and Bach blitz, quick toss left side, catch made of the slant midfield right, makes one man miss, bounces off a second and a third, then juggle the football, it's loose, and the Jacks dove on it at the 41-yard line. The signal on the field, they are saying he is down. Gales came up with the football. There's a Jackrabbit who is rolling around in pain as well. It's Caden Johnson. And keep in mind, this play can be reviewed. I think Caden landed on the football possibly as it bounded free. And Ruling on the field rally. as the runner was down prior to the ball coming out. First down. They'll be buzzing that button. We just saw the replay up here, and it's clearly out on the tackle from behind before he hits the ground. The other question is, did he actually have possession of the football, Al, before it came out? You saw it. I didn't. What did you he, think? On the replay, he had possession. He okay. was actually making moves. And you can't go forward progress either because he was still trying to make a move to gain more yardage, went back a little bit. But he clearly had possession, and on the tackle from behind, that ball clearly came out before his knee hit. At the moment, Montana still has the ball at the Jacks 45. We'll see if replay has a say or not when we come back. 12:58, third quarter, SDSU 7, Montana 3 in the FCS National Championship. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 12.58 to go in the third quarter. South Dakota State a 7-3 lead over the University of Montana here in the FCS National Championship. At Hogemeyer, local means something greater. Raised local, raised right here in Jackrabbit Nation. You can learn more at therightc.com. So to review, Montana made a pass completion down the field, and as Aaron Fonts was working from left to right, the ball was jarred free as he was going to the turf. It bounced about four yards forward, and Dyshawn Gales jumped on it. The officials on the field signaled that he was down by contact before the fumble. They have gone to replay review. Gary Leeper is our referee. 
Rodney Johnstone, who also worked the Frisco Bowl as the replay official in this stadium a couple of weeks ago. He is having a look at it, two booths to our right. And so they are continuing to look at it, and they will decree whether it's Jackrabbit ball or Montana ball. We have not seen the ball move. However, the SDSU offense is acting like it's about to come on the field. And Got usually there are clues given to the sidelines before they announce it. The end of that play, Caden Johnson went into the uh, black medical tent that's on the Jackrabbit sideline. He's not re-emerged, but walked off on his own power, was pretty uh, spry, and he was uh, actively communicating. I don't know that he really wanted to go to the tent, but they wanted him to go to the tent, and maybe look like they were looking at his shoulder. The ruling on the field has been changed to a fumble recovered by South Dakota State. First down at the 44-yard line. New Seed wants you to take advantage of this golden opportunity in the fields on your farm. Score big with canola and sunflower hybrids from New Seed. That is the 27th takeaway of the South season Dakota for South State Dakota State. So technically, two turnovers apiece. With the fourth down stop and that one for SDSU, the Jacks threw a pick and then had the fumble crawl up the back of a leg of a player. To the Jacks, a 7-3 lead, two minutes into the third quarter. First and 10 SDSU from its own 41. Two wides left, one more to the right. Davis behind Gronowski. Here is Davis running left, cutting right 45 to the 46-yard line. He is hit down by Trey John Cotton, the nickelback. Davis for five. That is now just six rushes, 18 yards for him. I would have to imagine we're going to see a steady diet at number 22 in these latter two quarters. Well, this is where he has excelled in the past in his playoff games. You get into crunch games like this, this is when playoff Zay shows up and does his damage. Jackrabbits will shift three tight ends. Brenner and Morgan right, Hines left. The only wide out is to the left. Davis behind Gronowski. Here's the give to Davis who will cut right and drag a tackler for about three yards. He had no business getting anything because Ryan Tirol was coming from his left and met him shy of the line of scrimmage, but Davis still managed three to set up third down and about three. Well, the Grizzlies pride themselves on tackles for loss. They had two in the first half including a sack. That time, their zone rush went from left to right, which is towards their sideline, and Isaiah Davis, as you mentioned, sidestepped the first defender to prevent a tackle for loss. Jacks two of four on third downs today. Two tight ends left, Jaden Yonke wide left, Jackson to the right, Davis behind Gronowski. Grizz have six men at the line. On third and three, it's Davis running off the left side, broke one tackle, and the Grizz defense holds him up at the 49. He needed three, and he only got one. The Montana defense, led by the All-American linebacker Braxton Hill, turns Davis back, and South Dakota State on fourth and two at its own 49 is sending on the punt team. Well, that is purely a matchup of strength against strength. The rush defense of the Grizzlies has been pretty solid all year. They showed it there, the pursuit from their linebackers against the strength of this Jackrabbit offense with the 6.05 Hogs on a handoff to Davis. Dustman at his own 35. Takes the snap, two steps, a right-footed boot, high and end over end to the near side. Bergen waves for a fair catch, but it goes out of bounds on the near side. It bounced into the end zone after it hit out of bounds at the five-yard line. So Dustman, a dandy of a punt of 46 yards, and Montana starts inside of its own five when we return. 10.56 to play in quarter number three of the FCS championship. South Dakota State seven, Montana three, and this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 10.56 to go in the third quarter from Toyota Stadium. South Dakota State leads Montana seven to three. 
It's Grizzly football on their own five-yard line. First Premier Bank and Premier Bank card for all your financial needs. Choose a company that's locally grown and nationally known. Premier investing in you. Boy, just listen to Toyota Stadium. There is a PA announcer who was conducting a mascot dance-off and imploring the crowd to cheer for their favorite. You can just hear the excitement all around the stadium. 19,500 on hand here. And Montana, for the second time, opens a drive at its own five. Three receivers, two left, one right. Osmo, the back behind the quarterback, Clifton McDowell, who takes the snap at his own goal line. Hit off to Osmo up the middle. Bach filled the gap, wrapped him up around the ankles. Falling forward was Osmo, and Stalbert pinned him to the grass at the seven-yard line. Two-yard gain at second and eight. Toyota Stadium is a natural grass surface. They host a professional soccer team, some high school football during the fall. Quick snap, McDowell. Hicks is coming. He sidestepped him, rolling right. Now he'll run along the near side, and Box shoved him out of bounds at the 11-yard line. A gain of four. Montana snapped that before the Jackrabbit D-line was ready, but Hicks nearly came up with a sack anyhow. It'll be third and four Montana, and once again, the Grizz have struggled on third downs in this game, only two out of seven. Saw the athleticism of McDowell to step away from that sack and create what would have been a safety into a four-yard gain. So on third and four, McDowell to throw down the center of the field, incomplete for Bergen. Tucker Large had the coverage. Large had his left hand on the left shoulder of Bergen while he used his right hand to knock the football away. Bergen wanted a flag, none came. And Large with the pass breakup to force a Montana punt. That was really quick, bang, bang, some speed coming across there with Large and Bergen. And again, that was a uh, uh, almost pick interception there, I think, for Tucker Large. Two punts, a 32-yard average for Travis Benham. And Tucker Large with the wind at his back. It'll be in Benham's face to punt this. Large waits at his 48-yard line of Montana. Benham on the end, the first end of Montana in the end zone. Three steps, a right-footed boot, wobbly one. Large will let it bounce at the 45. It'll trickle across midfield. A great Grizz bounce inside the 45, and it'll come to rest at the 42-yard line of South Dakota State. That is a 47-yard punt. That's the best by Benham. Hey, lost in all this, Jimmy Rogers made the comment the special teams has not been sterling for SDSU. Hunter Dustman's been awfully good in the punt game. For the He's Jones. been awesome this afternoon. And what I was questioning, I'm puzzled because one of the Grizzly defenders down there was grabbing Tucker Large, dragging him towards the football to try to get that bouncing ball to hit him. I, why is there not a flag on that? Well, and it's almost like they're punting into the coverage, trying to get that out, trying to get that contact and get a loose ball. The Yankees, two wides left. Jaden motions left to right. Amar Johnson to Gronowski's left. First and 10 jacks from their own 42. Gronowski, a quick hitter right side into the yellow mitts of Jaden Yankee, who makes the catch to his own 49. Ryder Meyer, Braxton Hill on the tackle. Seven-yard gain, 9-40. Third quarter, FCS championship game. South Dakota State, an opening drive touchdown, the only one we've had today. And the Jacks trying to make it stand up, leading 7-3 over the Grizzlies of Montana. Well, a seven-yard pitch and catch on first down really helps the momentum. The Jackrabbits need to move the sticks on this possession, get some momentum going back on the offensive side of the ball. Three receivers left, two right, empty set for Gronowski. Now Jackson Yankee motions right to left. The Grizz jumped early. The Jacks saw it, then they jumped to force a flag. 
Montana came over the line. Did they get back before the Jacks jump? That'll be the question that Gary Leeper and his officiating crew have to answer. Offside, number 56, defense, causing a reaction by the offense. Penalty results in a first down. It's Garrett Husted, backup defensive end out of Omaha, played his first three seasons at Nebraska. It's interesting, you look at the starters on these two defenses, other than Tucker Large, every other starter has been in college at least four years. All 11 defensive starters for Montana, 10 of the 11 for South Dakota State. Big reason why both these teams are here. And why we're, it's a seven to three game right now. First down, Jacks with a 46 of the Grizz. Hand to Omar Johnson, stretch play, left side 45, found a crease, then it closed quickly at the 41 yard line. Five yard gain for Johnson. As he gets hit down by Jackson Lee, the backup safety. So a second down at about five. Johnson now five rushes, 30 yards. Davis has been held to 21 yards on eight attempts. Montana defensively has done a very solid job today, holding the Jacks to 195 yards of offense through two and a half quarters. That stretch play again shows the patience. We've seen it from Isaiah Davis. We saw it there from Lamar Johnson. They wait for those offensive linemen to get out there and get some blocks and then find a running lane where they can plant and cut. Second and three at the Grizz, 39. Snap back, Gronowski, fake of the handoff, a deep drop, pressure comes, steps up, looking deep. He'll throw it into double coverage, and the pass is incomplete and nearly intercepted. Jaden Yonke tried to work his way back through the double coverage. Ronald Jackson, the corner, didn't see it coming till the very end. He reached out, and the ball went off of his hand. It looked like a Jackrabbit offensive lineman had jumped early, and on top of it all, they gave Amar Johnson two extra yards when they spotted it. Despite it all, it's third and three. Just another ho-hum play here in Frisco, boys and girls. There has been nothing ho-hum about this game today. This has been a great defensive football game on both sides of the ball. Jacks, two of five on third downs today. They need three. Listen to the crowd. Two wides left, two to the right. Davis motion left to right, and I think the right guard, Berenson, flinched as the, as the defensive line of Montana shifted. Ball start, number 61. Offense, five-yard penalty. Third down. When Davis motioned to vacate out of the backfield, the Montana D-line shifted, and Berenson leaned back a little bit. And as we talk about so often, when you're six feet four and 300 pounds, a lean is awfully hard to hide. Well, and that's one of the things the Grizzlies defense do. We talked about it, their pre-snap movement, because they're anticipating the snap count, but those late shifts, and that time they caused the illegal motion by the offensive line. So this third and eight at the Grizz 44, 7-3 Jacks, 8-0-3 third quarter. Three receivers right, one left. Gronowski to throw, all out blitz, steps up, pump fake. He'll roll left, throw down the right numbers. Hines makes the catch, turns up field 20, left sideline 15, and he's upended at the 11 yard line of the Grizz. Mark Gronowski to Zach Hines for 33 yards. Epic playmaking ability by the Walter Payton Award winner out of Naperville, Illinois. Great hands by Hines to make that catch. There's a DB on the back side trying to undercut that and make a tackle in Jackson, but Hines hung on and then got downfield and laid a lick. And on the front side of the play, not only did the 605 Hogs do their job, but a good blitz pickup by Isaiah Davis, and Gronowski showed his escapability. First and goal at the Grizz 10, three wides right. Davis to Gronowski's right. It's a fake to Davis. Gronowski will run up the middle, slip a tackle inside the five, diving for the goal line. Touchdown, Jackrabbits! 
Gronowski dove. He got torpedoed down amid multiple players, and there Time is out a on the field. who was down. I was going to say, not only did he get torpedoed, he took a really hard shot to the upper shoulders and head area, too, but I didn't see any flags come out. But Gronowski walked off. In fact, he jogged off. There's a Grizz still down at the goal line. And I think this might, I was watching the replay, it might be friendly fire where there was another defender that came in. Gronowski kind of got rolled, so he was allowed to absorb most of that. But I think the defender here for Montana, for Montana got hit by it, one of his own fellow defenders. Scotty, it almost seemed like three cars came to a four-way stop. One to Gronowski's left, one to his right. He was behind the wheel coming up the middle, and all three met. Yeah. And in the middle of that, one of the Grizz defenders is still down. And he laid motionless initially there, so you fear for a, a strike above the head, and he was not moving initially, and athletic training staff came fast from the Montana sideline. He's still now in a sitting position here. It is Gronowski's eighth rushing touchdown of the season. It's powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary. Five plays, 58 yards in two minutes and 41 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at BuyFordNow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Hayden Harris, the fifth-year junior defensive end, transfer from UCLA out of Mill Creek, Washington, on his feet, walking off. And Gronowski took quite a hit and banged his head on the inside of the end zone as well. That was a physical end to that play. So Caden Olivier to snap. John Bell to place, Hunter Dustman to kick the extra point. Low snap, but Bell was able to place it, and Dustman's kick is up, and it is good. And South Dakota State takes a 14-3 lead with 7-11 to play in the third quarter of the FCS National Championship game. We've got a lot more to get to for Frisco, Texas. Don't go anywhere. This is Jackrabbit football from their field. Timeout on the field. 7-11 in the third quarter from Toyota Stadium in Frisco. South Dakota State extends their lead to 14-3 here in the FCS National Championship. You can listen to our broadcast on the Varsity Network app. It's available for both Apple and Android users. Live or on demand, catch the Jackrabbits anytime on the Varsity Network app. Hey, they're the sponsor of our booth cam if you're joining us on the social media. And they remind you that wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform your best with DeKalb, the official booth cam sponsor of the Jackrabbit Sports Network. I'll tell you what, Mark Gronowski on that last drive and the two scoring drives, he's come up with the 96 passing and 25 rushing yards. But his playmaking ability, first on the toss to Hines on third down, then the touchdown run, that's why he won the Walter Payton Award. Well, and you know what kind of a competitor Mark Gronowski is, right? There was an adjective last year that I think his brother used. I will leave one of the words out, but he is <laughs> awesome, okay? He showed the escape ability, but he is also a competitor. So after he threw that pick in the first half, you know that he was driven to come back out in the second half and prove that he is a much better player than that one pass was. And he has shown that on this drive with the escape on the pass and the touchdown run. Dustman kicks away from Bergen, short high end over end, returnable at the 13, graves the safety, bounced off a tackle at the 20, and gets stood up at the 25-yard line. That kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet's a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. 
Before Montana's next possession, we pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is South Dakota State football. This is WNAX Yankton. Visit NorthlandFord.com at your local Northland Ford dealer today. Tyler Merriam, Al Bahi, Brett Bowen in the Hefty Seat Broadcast booth. Our statistician Brad Peterson on the sidelines. Weston Van Eady handling our field audio and Scotty Quaz. Hefty brand 40 series corn, the first corn seed designed for high performance and soil temps as low as 40 degrees. Montana from its own 26, McDowell a fake of a jet sweep, tried to run up the middle and Brian Williams gobbled him up at the 24 yard line. The Chipley, Florida native, who is working on his master's in business economics, comes up with the TFL. So not only the TFL on that play, but you go back to the fumble on Fonz, he's the guy who caused it with his pursuit from his defensive line position, running 15, 18 yards downfield to make a tackle in the strip. Fourth tackle behind the line of scrimmage by this yellow and blue defense. Montana second and 12 at its own 24. Three receivers, Jacks blitz off the right side, Stalbert. he's beating down on McDowell. He broke away once, then as Stalbert was about to throw him down, McDowell throw the football out near nobody. Bach picked it up trying to return it. They are saying it's an incomplete pass and there was nobody within 10 yards of where that ball landed. The officials are huddling as McDowell was in the grasp and tried to get rid of it to avoid a sack of Stalbert. This should be intentional grounding as we wait for the officials to make their final decision. He did have his tight end Ethan Schaefer downfield a little bit but there it is. Intentional grounding for 13. Offense. Loss it down. Spot on the foul. Third down. Gary Leeper wasn't sure what number McDowell was so he goes touch the grounding. It's just some number. We'll get it out. Something team. Yes. Someone's empty. So the line that Montana must get to is the 36. That's a 12-yard loss, and it will be credited as a Nutrient Ag Solutions sack for Isaiah Stalberg. Nutrient Ag Solutions, the ag retailer of the future. This is third down and 24 for the Grizz. Four wides, three down linemen for SDSU. Pressure coming up the middle. Pass left side, Gilman makes the catch, and all over it are the Jackrabbits. The combination of Reader and Large, the safeties, bring him down at the 13 after a one-yard gain. And now you can sense it on that sideline, Scotty. The momentum is really on SDSU's side. And we've seen this a handful of games where they just kind of build on it and build on it and continue to defensively make an impact here and just get this in. Like when you've got a third and 20-something, you can feel that, uh, again, energy of this Jackrabbits there in familiar territory. Travis Benham in his own end zone. Tucker Large hovers at midfield. Third best punt return average in the nation. Jacks have nine men at the line. We'll see if they do come after it. With two to snap it, they do. Benham just got it away. Large waves for a fair catch along the right numbers, then backed away and let it bounce, and it got a great Montana hop. It landed originally at the Montana 45 and rolled 14 yards to the 41 of South Dakota State. So that's where the Jackrabbits will take over. 46-yard punt, but again, we talk about this third quarter with the wind at the face of Montana, the Jackrabbits have done everything to take advantage of that situation. And now, like a shark that sees blood in the water, South Dakota State's offense 
comes on to the natural grass surface at Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas, leading 14-3 over Montana, 5-23 third quarter in the national championship game of the FCS. Jack's trying to repeat as champions and win their 29th in a row. From their own 41, snap back Gronowski, looking deep. He'll throw it down the left numbers for Jaden Yonke. Leaping catch! He hauls it in to the 26th of the Grizz. And then a late call and an incomplete pass. He had it. He landed as he rolled over. The ball came out at the tail end of it. It was an incomplete pass. And the field judge came in at the last moment and waved it off. See if there's a view where he has maybe ruled down before that ball comes free. Well, and again, because he went up to make the catch, he has to complete the process as he lands. Yes. Tell you what, regardless of the outcome, what an awesome throw, though, by Mark Gronowski. He put that thing on the money. Zach Lujan felt they had some opportunities on deep plays in man-to-man -man coverage, and that's exactly what they got on that play. The offense seems to be resigned that it is incomplete. Huddling up back. Well, they're, they're going to run out of time here. The Jacks have to call a timeout, Scotty. Play clock's at one. They haven't reviewed this. So either the Jacks take a timeout. Allowing them to consider that. Timeout. <laughs> South Dakota State. It's first time. Charge timeout of the half. 30 seconds in length. Again, you get into awkward territory because Jaden jumped, made the catch, landed and he had the ball when he initially hit then he went over the top of himself so he hit on his back then his head went over then he landed on his chest and when he did the ball juggled once then came out and the field judge came running up and waved it off incomplete pass the timeout gives our replay official Rodney Johnstone some time they could buzz down if they feel like they need to review it, but we've seen no indication that's going to happen. So essentially, the Jacks challenged and didn't get it without actually challenging. Well, credit the defender, the D-back on there, because clearly Yonke had the ball in his hands and made a catch, but as he hit the turf and was rolling over, the defender did come in yeah. and try to knock that ball out and obviously got enough of the pigskin to put it on the turf. So second and 10 Jackrabbits from their own 41. Morgan realigns to the left of Gronowski. Davis behind the QB. Snap back, letter high. Fake to Davis. Gronowski the out to the near side. Jackson Yonke makes the catch. Turns up the left sideline. Took a big hit out of bounds from the corner, Trevin Gradney. But that's a first Dakota first down to the 46 of the Grizz. It's a 13-yard gain. Jackson Yonke has four receptions for 66 yards today. That's his 244th career reception. Well, this is where Zach Lujan felt the Jackrabbits could be successful in taking some of those shots. They have man-to-man -man coverage about 65, 70% of the time, and he feels their receivers can make plays and win those matchups. Three receivers bunched right, one left. Davis behind Gronowski at the Grizz 46. Give to Davis, running left, 45, 40, left sideline, 35 to the 30, and he takes a lick out of bounds at the 28-yard line of Montana. So Isaiah Davis for 18 yards, that nearly doubles his previous production. Nine carries for 39 yards for the All-American and senior from Joplin, Missouri. Now you said he might have taken a lick going out of bounds. He also delivers a hit on the D-backs when they come. You better be ready if you're going to try to tackle Isaiah Davis in space. Jack's up 14-3, trying to take control of this national championship game. 4-15, third quarter. First and 10 on the left hash. From right to left they go towards the north end zone of the Grizz 28. One wide to the right. 
Gronowski claps his hands twice. Hands to Davis, running right, cutting left to the 26, and he has stopped there after a two-yard gain. Davis for 41 yards on 10 rushes. Zach Lujan, the offensive coordinator, said, you know, at some point in the second half, we all are going to need to remember that Isaiah Davis might very well be the best player on the field and just feed him the rock. Did he say the best player on the field or the best player in America? He's not the best player on Mars. We, we had that conversation. We did. We did. <laughs> I, I was putting it in a, in a factual sense. Okay. Jack second and eight at the Grizz 26. Sun shining brightly here on the northern edge of the stadium, Toyota Stadium in Frisco. Four wides. Gronowski takes the snap. Screen right side. Jaden Yonke makes the catch, spun through a tackle, and dove to the 23. Three yards for Jaden Yonke. It'll be third down and five. And this is big for Montana. The Grizz need to hold the Jacks to a field goal. If SDSU can make this a three-score game with how little time is about to be left, that's going to be tough, tough sledding for the Grizzlies. This is one of those moments with those 6.05 hogs, those five men on the O-line band together and make something happen. Hines and Jackson Yonke to the right. Jaden Yonke, Griffin Wilde to the left, Amar Johnson to the right of Gronowski. Now Hines motions right to left. The Grizz three down lineman. Gronowski on third and five, looking to throw. Deep left side for Jaden Yonke. Makes the catch, hits the turf, did not drop it. Touch down, Jackrabbits. better the throw or the catch yes <laughs> but that was the exact I think the exact same play call when he had the incompletion because he had that one-on-one -on -one coverage and again Gronowski put it in a perfect position John Bell dropped the snap picked it up and he fumbles it it's loose Dustman corrals it to prevent Montana from returning it so it's no points for South Dakota State as Olivier has had a couple of low snaps here and Bell couldn't come up with that one. It was just above the top of the grass, and Bell had it initially, then couldn't get it down. Dustman jumped on it, but regardless, it is a South Dakota State touchdown. A 23-yard Mark Gronowski touchdown pass to Jaden Yonke, powered by Prostralo Auto Mall and Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. That's five receiving touchdowns in the last six games for Jaden Yonke. The Northland Ford Dealers drive summary, six plays, 59 yards in two minutes and 47 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Gronowski, three of four for 39 yards on that drive, and Davis had 20 yards on the ground, including his game long of 18. 20-3, Jacks lead the Grizz, 236 in the third, and now Hunter Dustman to kick it off. High, short to the far side, away from Bergen. Graves at the 11, running left numbers 20, 25 to the 30, and Herter hauls him down at the 35-yard line. So return of 24 yards. 2.31 to play in the third, and South Dakota State a 17-point lead. Keep in mind, this Jackrabbit team has allowed only 15 points in three playoff games and three quarters. 
Montana would need to score 17 just to tie it. That's the task at hand for this Grizzly team. They've won 10 in a row, 14 and 0 South Dakota State, winners of 28 straight. The Grizz 13 and 1, they've won 10 straight. McDowell to throw out of the shotgun, pressure from behind, Trevere stripped it free, it's picked up, it's a scoop, and a rumble inside the 25-yard line, and it's number 98 for South Dakota State, Ryan Van Morrow, who brings it inside the 25-yard line. You can see that big tomahawk chop coming up over the top. McDowell never saw it coming. Tervere from behind with his right hand knocked it away. It bounced off the right thigh pad of McDowell and picked up by all 280 pounds of Ryan Van Morrow, who's been known as the blocker of kicks all year long. In this case, he shows himself as a capable ball handler. That situation, a defensive lineman's dream when you've got a quarterback blindside and you're coming full speed to reach from behind and strip that ball and then a huge fortunate bounce. At the 21 of Montana, Jacks are short field. Johnson the back to Gronowski's left and now we have whistles. Early movement. False start, number 60, offense, five yard penalty. Still first down. It's Mason McCormick. That turnover presented by New Seed. New Seed wants you to take advantage of this golden opportunity in the fields on your farm. Score big with canola and sunflower hybrids from New Seed. Montana, two punts and two fumbles lost in four third quarter possessions. So the Jacks, a 20 to three lead. And they have the ball at the Grizz, 26 after the false start. By the way, four penalties on the Jacks today for 15 yards. Morgan to Gronowski's right, Amar Johnson behind him. High snap, Gronowski catches, hands to Johnson, running left to the 23-22 yard line. Hill, the All-American linebacker, making the tackle after a gain of four. And if you're the Jacks at this point too, yeah, if you've got a ground game that you can sustain, just churn the clock, take the time off, that takes the wind out of any Montana comeback sale. You don't think the 605 Hogs and guys like Greenfield and McCormick would love this to be the final chapter of their story at South Dakota State to help this team run out the clock on a back-to-back -back national championship run. Five wides, Jackson Yonke motions right to left, so four wides to the right. Right side, Jaden Yonke makes the catch on the screen, slips a tackle 20, and dives near the 15-yard line. Jaden's for seven. It'll be third down and four, a minute 30 left in the third quarter. South Dakota State 20, Montana three, Frisco, Texas, Toyota Stadium, FCS National Championship. Seven important yards on that throw and catch by Yonke from Gronowski because now you've got third and manageable. Third and five, third and a long four if you want to call it that. Really opens up the playbook here for what Zach Lujan would like to do. Jacks on third downs today, four of seven. They need the 11 of the Grizz on third and four. Gronowski to throw out of the gun, a good pocket, throws down the center of the field, incomplete. He overshot Mike Morgan and that was intentional because Gronowski needed to get rid of that football. The pressure was coming. Morgan was running down the left seam and Gronowski threw it over him to save the possession and give the Jackrabbits a chance to add to their lead with a field goal try from Hunter Dustman. Gronowski ran downfield and tapped Morgan on the helmet. Knew he just couldn't quite get that down angle on that pass because of all that activity underneath. Dustman in his career in the playoffs is eight for nine from field goals. This is a 32-yard try off the right hash. Olivier to snap, Bell to hold. With one minute left in the third quarter. 
snap is excellent. Bell didn't get it down very well. Dustman had a stutter step, but he still boots it through the uprights. The field goal is good. Boy, how about the magician, Hunter Dustman, to hold himself up in mid-motion, give Bell time to fix the placement and kick it through, Scott. That snap came a little bit to the outside, so Bell had to turn a little bit to his right and then try to hurry up and get it back, bobble it a little bit, but Dustman with enough strength in the leg to finish it off. The Northland Four Dealers Drive summary. Four plays, six yards in a minute, 26 seconds after the severe forced fumble and recovery and return by Ryan Van Morrow. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer, a 32-yard Dustman Field goal. Well, let's also credit John Bell for sticking with it. He did not panic when that ball came back low and made sure with the good hands to get that ball back at the position. Yes, Dustman had to adjust, but if Bell doesn't pick that ball up and get it set, Dustman can't kick it anyway. 23-3, South Dakota State leads Montana. 56 seconds left in the third quarter. The shadows creeping out towards the right side 30-yard line from the National Soccer Hall of Fame on the south end of the stadium is Dustman. A high end over end kick to the far side. Garrett Graves backing up at the four, makes the catch, shoulder pad hot. Running up the middle, 10, 15, and he got upended near the 21-yard line. Brought down by Bryce Johnson, the redshirt freshman linebacker out of Parker, Colorado. That kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. He got hurt on that return, too. The hit that he took, he went immediately to his lower leg to hold on to that when he uh, hit Offside the ground. on the kicking team. Five-yard penalty to be added at the end of the run. First down. Watching it live, I thought Time the Jacks might have jumped Injury. out. We did not see a flag initially, but there was one. And then you mentioned Graves still down on the field. Well, again, you go back, the Jacks really didn't have a, a sterling first half. They led 7-3. to three. It was going to be Montana ball to start the third quarter of play. And then the Jackrabbits have gotten it rolling. They forced two turnovers in this third quarter. In this quarter, they have Correction, outgained South Montana. Dakota State has taken the option to re-kick. Okay. The Jacks 136 total yards to Montana's 40. And the Jacks outscoring the Grizz 16-0 in this quarter. Let me just throw this out to you. I know Dustman's placed it well here, but this is interesting when you consider Montana's best offensive weapon is probably Junior Bergen, the kickoff Correction, man. the five-yard penalty being forced on the kickoff, and we'll re-kick. Either way, I I'm very intrigued here. I know the Jacks feel like they've dealt with excellent return men. This isn't anything new that they'll work around it with Bergen, but... In my mind, the only way Montana gets back into this game is if Bergen makes plays in the punter kick return game. And to offer up, in theory, another opportunity is an interesting decision by head coach Jimmy Rogers. But I don't think it was his decision, right? We were offside, so Montana gets to decide. I think he misspoke when he said South That's Dakota chose true, a re-kick. Yes. Montana wants Bergen, and now they've got Eli Gilman back there. So you've got two really good returnmen on the field for the Grizzlies. Montana would want this, and I think you're yes. right now that you yes. say that. Montana made the decision. I don't know why a Gary Leaper said that he's still trying to figure out what number McDowell wears <laughs> so Dustman will kick from the 30 yard line right to left Bergen and Gilman the national freshman of the year and star running back are inside the 10 yard line Dustman end over end to the far side away from Bergen it's Gilman at the 13 running left seam to the 20 and he'll get brought down around the 28 yard line he actually worked his way forward in the middle of it all Caleb Francel lost his helmet so a 15 yard return 
And with 43 seconds left in the third quarter, South Dakota State leads Montana 23 to three. I'll tell you what, on that kick coverage, I think it was Matthew Durance. I couldn't quite catch the number, but I think that's who it was. He was lighting up the blocker down there, taking on to try to blow that thing up and allow his teammates to come in and cover up on Gilman. But that's heads up hustle play by Durance to get down there and blow that thing up at about the 20. Hicks, DePriest, Van Marl, and Tervier are the four linemen. Spalding, Bach, and Stalberg, the linebackers. As McDowell fakes the handoff, tried to run, lost the football, and then dove back on it at the 29-yard line. Two-yard gain for Montana as McDowell faked a handoff to the right on the RPO, then went to run left and simply dropped the ball on the grass, then was able to dive back on it, and Montana saves the possession and gains two. Well, I was sold on the fake, so was Cade Tavir because he was tackling Nick Osmo. Second and eight, McDowell amid a four-man rush, lofts the ball to the left side, and it is caught by Aaron Fonts, shoved out of bounds by Miles Taylor at the 36, a yard in front of the sticks. It's third and one. Taylor and Beanham are the corners right now. The safeties are Matthew Durance and Tucker Large for Jesse Bobbitt's defense. The best scoring and total defense in the nation. They've held Montana to 182 yards and three points as we come to the end of the third quarter on the Dakota Bank scoreboard in the FCS championship game from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. It is South Dakota State 23 and Montana 3. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Start of the fourth quarter from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. Our score, South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. The Jacks outscored the Grizz 16-0 in quarter number three. Farming demands well-built equipment. Kubota equipment that's been proven for over a century. Trucks is rated number one in durability and owner experience. Hate tools backed by a two-year warranty. Sidekick utility vehicles where durability meets speed. And productive SSV skid steers. Visit your local South Dakota Kubota dealer for a demo today. In the playoffs, South Dakota State has allowed only 15 points. Montana, who was averaging 25 per game in the postseason, has been held to three as we get ready for the fourth quarter. A neat moment here. Some teachers were honored on the field, and a couple of Brookings teachers, Ken Tiefenthaler and Lisa Kanegator-Bahi, were two of them. Neat moment for you. I think I know her. <laughs> one of the cool things about this is that it's not just one-offs coming down to Frisco. It's families. Your family came down together. Yeah. My family yeah. is here. That's the cool part of this experience. Yeah, and she just found about it earlier this week through a phone call and then an email that uh, she would be recognized along with Ken Tiefenthaler down there and two teachers from Montana. It's part of the NCAA's Extra Yard for Teachers program run by the College Football Playoff Foundation set up to honor teachers for the lasting contributions they make to students' lives. Congratulations to Lisa and to Ken and the folks from Montana. Not only is Lisa a member of the extended family, she's a legitimate member of the Jackrabbit Sports That's Network right, she family. Is now. He and recruited Ken, her. And we got to say, Ken Tiefenthaler, part of the chain gang back at That's SDSU. Right. Yeah. So for decades, he's been part of that uh, wily crew that lets us know where the football is on the field. Scotty, in this fourth quarter, the Jacks will be going into the win. Montana at its back. How does it feel down there? It is not as noticeable as it was earlier. and. Uh, Again, that sun has warmed up. We're at 60 degrees. There's a few guys working out some cramps down here. Jason Freeman, one of those. A handful of other guys coming out asking somebody to stretch a leg. So getting a little tight, and uh, it's unusual for what we've been dealing with the last two months. Here's a big play as we open the fourth quarter. Montana third down and one in its own 36. McDowell shotgun snap give to Osmo up the middle, and he broke one tackle to dive to the 38 for a first down. 
as Jared DePriest came in and dove and swept with his right hand, and Osmo was able to work through that ankle tackle and pick up three and move the chains. First down, Grizzlies. Well, another thing to keep an eye on here in a desperate situation like this, watch for McDowell. If he doesn't find a pass open, he can scramble. We cannot afford to let him get out of the pocket and make big plays with his feet. Pass over the middle, caught by Junior Bergen. A face mask will be called on South Dakota State. Three Jackrabbits, including Bach and Spalding, in on the stop. Well, they maybe it's, got this one right. Finally. It's about a 10-yard gain, and I think we're going to have some more added to it as we have four officials huddling at the 47-yard line. The initial spot is right at the sticks. They haven't signaled first down or not. Here's Gary Leeper, the referee. Smash, number 32, defense, 15-yard penalty, beaten force from the end of the run, automatic first down. Call that on Bach, 32. So the 15-yard penalty will move Montana down to the 37-yard line of South Dakota State. The Grizz, opening minute, fourth quarter, down 20. McDowell to throw, out of the gun, pump fake over the middle. Reception is made by the back Osmo, and Herter makes the stop at the 32-yard line. Long-time Jackrabbit fans know the two greatest comebacks in Montana history have come against the Jacks. They overcame a, a huge deficit with 39 fourth-quarter points in a 1993 regular season meeting. As McDowell on second down, a toss, it's dropped. Osmo bobbled, then went back behind the line of scrimmage and picked it up at the 40. That's a loss of eight. McDowell on a toss to the right, tossed it too far out in front of Osmo, then he dropped it, kicked it backwards. And it's a huge loss, it'll be third and 13. To your point about comebacks, I would be extremely surprised. This Jackrabbit defensive offense or defensive unit has only given up 57 points fourth quarter total, and a lot of those came when games were out of reach. Grizz on third and 13 to the Jacks 40. Four wides. McDowell audibles at the line of scrimmage. Still has 10 to snap it. Jacks four down linemen. They show a blitz. They come with five. McDowell will throw it deep left side for Bergen. Tucker large the coverage. Incomplete. Bergen was backpedaling. Large did get a hand on him. Bergen fell to the turf trying to draw a flag that never came. And it's fourth and 13 for Montana. That was way underthrown. It hits the back leg of Large going back down the field. If he can lead it over the top and get it over in front of, uh, of Bergen, maybe a chance. But. but he had pressure coming in his face. He had to throw that. Had the one-on-one -on -one coverage with Bergen and Tucker Large. And Tucker had the inside position. Did turn around last second to play the ball. This might be the game. Grizz will go for it on fourth and 13 to the Jacks 40. SDSU a 23-3 lead, 13-12 left. Three down linemen, early movement by the Montana offensive line. Chris Walker, the all-conference left tackle who started his career at Nebraska, jumped the gun. False start, number 55, offense, five-yard penalty, still fourth down. It's the sixth penalty on the Grizz. Robbie Houck's in a tough spot here because this is a hard, hard first down to gain of 18 yards, yet if you punt, you're almost succeeding the game. Yeah, one of the things you might look for is to see if they can isolate somebody and try to get a defensive penalty against 
the Jackrabbits on an interference call or get it something that's an automatic first. Fourth and 18, Jacks rush three. McDowell steps up looking. He'll throw it right side of the back. Osmo, 40-35, turns up field. He'll get the first down across the 30 to the 24-yard line. The Jacks were playing so soft and deep that Osmo, after everybody vacated, caught a pass in the right flat and turned it into an impressive gain of close to 26 yards. Yeah, delayed and executed really well because McDowell stepped up away from the rush out of the pocket, stayed behind the line and waited for him to break open. Jimmy Rogers wanted a timeout, called for it and got it before Montana was able to snap the football with 12.44 remaining. Timeout, South Dakota State. That's our second timeout of the half. So we will take a break with 12.44 to play in Frisco in the FCS Championship. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. And this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 12.44 to go in the fourth quarter from Frisco. South Dakota State a 23-3 lead over Montana here in the FCS National Championship game. Fans, you can follow along with our broadcast at GoJacks.com. You can view live stats, player bios, game notes. All that more is available at the official website of SDSU Athletics, GoJacks.com. And Peterson Farm Seeds does everything it takes to help farmers raise more bushels. They're that kind of seed company. And if you're that kind of farmer, give them a call or visit petersonfarmseed.com. Largest crowd at a championship game in eight seasons in the FCS, 19,512. The pride of the Dakota's marching band performing right now. There is plenty of maroon and gray, but there's a little more yellow and blue. On the scoreboard, there's a lot more yellow and blue. Jacks 23, Grizzlies 3. Montana coming out of the timeout, has it at the Jacks 24, first and 10. Three receivers split left, one right. Gilman behind the quarterback, McDowell. Jacks blitz, screen, Bergen. It's a hook and ladder, juggled and caught by the running back. That's Harris, and then he gets blown up by Tucker Large. They use Gilman as a decoy, Threw it to Bergen, who pitched it back to Xavier Harris coming from right to left. And Harris gets brought down by Tucker Large, the safety, at the 31-yard line. It's a loss of seven. And they really didn't have much real estate to make that work from that sideline. Large gets the tackle, but there were three other blue jerseys right there, staying home, disciplined, doing their job, and making the plays. Another second and long for the Grizz. Four wides, three right, one left. Jack splits again. McDowell will step up, throw to the right sideline, incomplete. He had Fonts open, and as Fonts came back to the football, he slipped on the turf, and if he's able to get up there, he probably catches that ball, but couldn't quite do it. It'll be third and long. The angle of the throw, again, as the sun starts to sink behind the stadium here, that throw was coming to Fonts, or Bergen, I mean, directly, he's looking back into the sun, directly into it. So third and 17 for the Grizz, who are only three of 11 on third downs today. 12.02 left in the FCS Championship, Jacks 23, Grizzlies three. McDowell, a clap of his hands, Jacks a rush four, he feels the rush, steps up and he's sacked! It is Hicks, along with Aaron Wolf Kale Holston, who meet McDowell behind the line of scrimmage at the 33-yard line and his fourth down and 19. And with 11.40 to play, the Grizz will again go for this. 
Relentless pressure by the guys up front, but again, that's a coverage sack. You hear that phrase so many times, but the Jackrabbit secondary linebackers have been excellent in coverage. Two wides left, two wides right. Jacks will rush four. McDowell stepping up, backpedaling, throws near side. Gilman, the running back, 25 left sideline, and coming up from his corner spot, Dyshawn Gales to make the hit of the 21, well shy of the sticks. And Montana goes over on downs with 11-10 remaining in the game, and South Dakota State a 23-3 lead. The other defensive strategy on that particular play, Isaiah Stahlberg was a spy on McDowell. They had the four-man rush, and Stahlberg just hung right behind the line of scrimmage watching to see what McDowell was going to do. 11-10 to play in the FCS championship. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 11-15 to play here in Frisco. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3 from Toyota Stadium in the FCS National Championship game working for the future of agriculture and those who want to be a part of it. Farm Credit Services of America, agriculture works here. And First Interstate Bank offers a comprehensive suite of personal and business products to take care of your diverse financial needs. First Interstate Bank, built for you. He is Scotty Quaz. Huge thanks to him for his effort on the sidelines all season long. Weston Van Eady is with us as well here in Frisco, handling our on-field sound, and we hope that you can sense all the excitement and the energy and the pads popping and all that wherever you may be on our booth cam, on our apps, on our Jackrabbit Sports Network of affiliates. Uh, we are so delighted you could join us. Big thanks to Colin Oster and our flagship 570 WNAX, our network producer. Brad Peterson helping us out with stats as well. Jacks begin at their own 21. Gronowski will hand to Isaiah Davis up the middle to the 25. Breaks the tackle 30, 35, still going 40 as he drags Grizz to the 42-yard line. 21 more for Isaiah Davis. He has 62 rushing yards and 11 attempts. And you want to talk about big plays, chunk plays, explosive plays, whatever you want to call them, being recorded here today on the stats is 15 yards or more. That's the 10th of the afternoon for the Jackrabbits. Davis is 45 yards away from becoming the second man ever to rush for 2,000 in postseason games alone in the history of the FCS. Jacks at their own 42. Davis up the middle, 45, cutting left to the 47 near the 48. Davis for six. 23-3, South Dakota State leads Montana. 10-25 to play in the fourth quarter of the FCS National Championship. Ranowski a year ago threw for just shy of 3,000. He's over 3,000 this year. Ranowski with 29 touchdowns to five interceptions on the year. He has 70 career passing touchdowns. Second and four jacks at their own 48. Amar Johnson and is the back to Gronowski's right. Gronowski will keep trying to run left behind Johnson and very little real estate to work with. He basically made it back to his own 48 and that's it. It'll be third down and four. We have a stoppage of play. Mason McCormick lost his helmet. And so for the very rare occasion, the 605 Hogs will not be out there together. Jalen Lee has come in as the left guard on a Robbins, Illinois. So here we go, Jacks on third downs today are four of eight with 9.30 to play and a 23-3 lead. If they can come up with this one, 
and churns some more clock, the time really becomes the enemy of the Grizz. Empty set for Gronowski. He'll drop to throw, looking left, pump fake, rolling left, pass deflected into the air, and it's incomplete. It was nearly intercepted off of a tip by Henry Noose, the fourth-year junior D-end. It was deflected on the throw by Gronowski to his left. Noose almost came up with that, which is the play that the Grizz would have needed after Kale Edwards, the other defensive end, got a paw on it. But Noose couldn't hang on to it. It fell to the turf, and now the Jacks will punt at the 9-14 mark. I didn't catch the number of the offensive lineman, but he actually came in there and should be credited with a pass breakup or an interception breakup because that would have been picked if he doesn't come through there and get his mitts on it and knock that ball away. I think it might have been Greenfield, number 74, was in that area. I think Garrett might have been the one to knock that ball out. Hunter Dustman, three punts, a 44-yard average, a long of 54. A junior Bergen, as good as they come. Two punt returns for scores in the playoffs, waits back at his own 10. Montana, 10 men at the line. They send three after it. Dustman gets away a high, spiraling kick. Fair catch called for, and Bergen makes it at the 12. So Dustman with the high punt neutralizes the return by Bergen. It is a 40-yard punt by the pride of East Bethel, Minnesota. Timeout on the field. 9.07 remains in the national championship. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. This is Jackrabbit football for their feet with 9.07 to play here from Toyota Stadium in Frisco. South Dakota State leads Montana 23-3. It's Grizzlies football on their own 12-yard line. You deserve exceptional health care, no matter where you live. And that's why Sanford Health is dedicated to providing quality care wherever your home may be. Here for all, here for good, Sanford Health. The lowest point per game average defensively in the history of the Missouri Valley Football Conference was the North Dakota State team of the fall of 21. They allowed 11.1 per game. With 9.07 left in this fourth quarter, the Jacks are allowing 9.2 points per game. That's how good this defense has been all year long. Montana from its own 12, needing to make up 20 points in just over nine minutes. Clifton McDowell, 22 of 31 for 165 yards. The quarterback to throw out of the gun amid a four-man rush. Has time, down the right seam, and it's dropped. Keelan White was open in front of Taylor and Freeman for about a 10-yard gain, but he could not make the catch, and the incompletion sets up a second down and 10 for Montana. And the Jackrabbit fans behind their bench on the far side or east side of the stadium. The Grizz fans behind their bench on the near or west side. McDowell in the gun, Jacks blitz. McDowell feels it rolling right and threw it into the turf to evade the pressure. There were a couple of receivers within 20 yards of that ball, and you might have even heard some of the Jackrabbit coaches to our right trying to argue it should have been grounding. There is a discussion now between two officials about it. It'll be third down one way or the other. Keelan White was over in the area, but I just don't know if he was close enough that that is what the ruling is. Must be it, because there's no flag being dropped. Well, and Gary Leeper acted like he was talking to us, but his mic didn't work, so. Third down and 10, Montana from its own 12. Four wides, three left, one right. Jacks rush five, McDowell rolling out to the right, points with his left hand, now a run, created the ball in his right hand to the 20, shifted it to his left hand and stuck it across the 21 as he went out of bounds to make sure he moved the sticks 
Heads up play by the Houston area product. 11 yards and a first down for Montana. Clock continuing to run, 8.40 remains. It's South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. He was simply directing his receiver to run down the sideline to create space because he saw that there weren't any Jackrabbit defenders that were going to catch him short of the first. First and 10, knee-high snap. McDowell catches, swings it right side to Osmo, and the running back dropped it. He was about to get leveled by Miles Taylor and couldn't hang on to the football. It'll be second down and 10. Two drops out of four plays on this drive for the Montana receivers from, Clayton Mc, uh, from Clifton McDowell. Well, Jackrabbit defense with the pressure they're showing up front, the occasional blitzes right now, they're trying to force McDowell to throw on the run. It's not something he really likes to do. He would rather tuck it and run it himself, which we've seen him do, and he's capable of breaking off a big run when he does that. Two wides left, two wides right. Osmo on the left hip of McDowell. Jacks will send four on second and 10. McDowell deep left seam, juggled and nearly intercepted. Stahlberg backpedaled into the way of the pass intended for Bergen, was able to get his hands on it, but couldn't quite secure it. And then smacked the side of his helmets with his hands. He's still looking up in the sky. He can't believe he didn't hang on to what would have been his second career interception. And Dyshawn Gales sending a little bit of a message to Junior Bergman because after Stahlbarg got his hands on that, Gales leveled Bergen from behind. So third and 10 Grizz from their own 22. Four wides for McDowell, three left, one right. Jacks come with five. McDowell dancing around the pocket. His he throws high and incomplete. Intended for Fonts. Gales had coverage. It's fourth down. And Montana will send the punt team on. Well, if they don't fake this, this is essentially waving the white flag. Yeah. 8-16 remains. It's 23 to three. South Dakota State with a 20-point lead. Well, Travis Benham, the punter, does have two passing attempts on the season. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's fourth and 10. Jacks have their safe coverage unit. Benham didn't even think about it. He's punting this, and Large doesn't even bother to go back. It'll bounce inside the 40, roll to the 31, where it is stopped there by Drew Deck, the wideout, that could have let it roll more, but for some reason, Montana stopped it. I think he wanted to preserve time. Well, but they lost the only field thing position. That makes sense. Yeah. Exactly, yes. We're trying to find logic. That may have been an illogical decision. <laughs> Oops, 8.07 left in the fourth quarter of the FCS Championship. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3, and this is Jackrabbit football from Lurfield. 8.07 to go in the FCS National Championship game from Toyota, Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. South Dakota State a 23-3 lead over second-seeded Montana. A reminder coming up, it's our first Dakota National, National Bank postgame show. You won't want to miss it. We'll have interviews and stats and game recap and much more, Tyler. Jackrabbits have allowed only five touchdowns defensively in the last 10 games. You're talking about just an epic way to end what has been a remarkable two-year run and they're 8.07 away from finishing it off in style. Jacks at their own uh, 31, I should say. Two backs, Davis to Gronowski's left, Johnson behind him, give to Johnson, started left, tried to cut right and attempted to spin through an ankle tackle, but Braxton Hill hung on. Brought him down to the 32 after a one-yard game. South Dakota State will do everything it can to bleed this clock. Davis checks out, Morgan returns. Davis has 68 yards on 12 attempts. Gronowski's run for 59, Johnson for 36. 
Jacks 163 rushing, 175 passing. The Grizz only 67 rushing compared to 165 through the air. Play clock down to 10. Second and nine Jacks from their own 32. Gronowski at a pistol, Johnson behind him. Two claps of the hands, let her high snap, a turn and a hand to Johnson, running right 35, breaks the tackle 40, diving for a first Dakota first down to the 44-yard line. Lamar Johnson for 12, Jacks move the chains, he has 49 rushing yards on seven attempts. Really nice move and a cutback when he saw that hole. He's got that explosiveness back there after he shows the patience. Again, following those 605 hogs on that right-hand side, saw the opening, puts his foot down, and then goes, and then finished that run with the one-footed hop to pick up three more yards. 647, fourth quarter. Jacks 23, Grizz 3 in the national championship. SDSU from its own 44, first and 10. Gronowski fakes to Johnson, dropping to throw, rolling out left, looking, takes a shot deep down the left sideline for Jackson Yonke, who could not haul in the back shoulder throw, well covered by Trevin Gradney, who is the first Montana native to start at corner in 17 years for the Grizz, a first-team all-conference pick. That ball was right there, just well covered, and Jackson couldn't quite come up with it. Well, he threw that from his own 35-yard line down to the 15, so that's what, a 50-yard throw from where Gronowski was, and he put that thing right on the money for Yankee. Second down, 10 to go, Jacks from their own 44. Jackrabbit Nation making a lot more noise than the Grizz are right now. Davis motions out of the backfield. They'll throw it behind the line to him. He comes up with it, tried to turn up field, but he'll get brought down out of bounds for a loss of three. That may count as a run because Gronowski threw it backwards, it looked like. Yep, that's what it looked like from up here, and it was right down the line of scrimmage from where we're looking at it a little bit behind the line. Now the clock should be running here. It stops initially when the ball goes out of bounds, then should restart, and finally it does. 6.20 remains. Jacks 23, Grizz 3. And SDSU on third downs today is four of nine. The Jacks need 13 here. Three wides and the tight end Hines all to the right. Johnson on the left tip of Gronowski. The Grizz come with six. Gronowski fakes the pass right, tried to run up the middle, had very little room to work with. He does manage to get back to the original line of scrimmage. So it's a gain of three, but it'll be fourth and 10. And Dustman back on to punt with under six minutes to plug. Design quarterback run as they try to fake that bubble screen, the uh, wide receiver screen out to the right flat, if you will. And Gronowski tried to sell it as best he could, but you have to expect that the Grizzlies are not looking for the Jacks to throw the ball right now at this stage of the game and wanted to keep the clock running, pick up some positive yardage, put it in the hands of Hunter Dustman, who's been outstanding this afternoon. Four punts, a 43-yard average. All four of them have ended up inside the 22, have stuck the Grizz at its own five. Junior Bergen, the All-American, waits at his own 16. Dustman, two steps, right-footed, end-over-end kick. Bergen will have a chance. No, he won't. He, a late fair catch signal to avoid a hit at his own 16-yard line because Matthew Durance was bearing down a 40-yard punt there by Dustman. It was late to signal that with Durance coming right up the middle, but Bergen did. Well, Durance has been critical done great job in kick coverage not on just the punt coverage that we saw there but also he's the one who blew up the uh, return on the kickoff as well and al that's another punt inside the 20. five in a row for five Mr. for five for dustman and how he made that uh, 
PAT with the bad snap and placement earlier as well. He's had a day. So Montana from its own 16, 23 to three. The Jacks lead Montana with 5-14 remaining in the national championship. The Grizz will need three scores in a hurry. The Jacks haven't given up three scores in the playoffs. McDowell swings it to the right side and another drop. That's three drops in the fourth quarter. This is Gilman, the running back in the right flat. Well, when you can't go vertical and you can't catch a pass in the flat, that really limits your options if you're quarterback Clifton McDowell. Well, and that's been the game plan. That's what they had success with in the first half against the Jackrabbit defense, was swinging the pass out into the flats, getting it to Gilman. There are other playmakers, but second half, the Jacks have been there in coverage, and Gilman, I think, on that one also took a little bit of a peek downfield to see what blue jersey was drilling coming at, coming at him. Blitz from Stalberg. McDowell fakes the pass that way because Stalberg had broken the play up. He had to lob it over Gilman's head in the left flat. He got planted by Bach anyhow, did McDowell. And it'll be third down and long. The Jacks at least large trying to argue McDowell threw that backwards, which if he did, the ball would go back to where it went out of bounds. The officials ruled it an incomplete pass. It'll be third down. And that's what exactly Jimmy Rogers jumped out and was working the side official here. The uh, Back judge trying to get that uh, get that rolling. 5:05 remains. Jacks 23, Grizz three. Montana needs 10 to keep the drive alive. Two wides right, two wides left. Eli Gilman to the left of the quarterback McDowell. Jacks rush four. McDowell a three-step drop, pressured, and the pass is incomplete. Right up the middle came Jared DePriest, and McDowell had no choice but to get rid of him. And with exactly five minutes to play, once again, the Montana punt team comes on the field. Well, earlier in the week when we talked to the coordinators, we asked Jesse Bobbitt about defensive players that were most improved or that came on so strong during the course of the season. DePriest was one of them he talked about. He said, we needed him to step up this year. He's done that, has played extremely well. Jason Freeman's another one. We talked about him. And Isaiah Stalbert, he says, right now, just playing his best football of his career has generated and put himself on the screen for some NFL interest. Benham runs to the right four steps and a good high end over end kick. Large, a fair catch. Sort of lost it in the Number high one, sky and caught it with two hands just to the left of his face mask at his own 44. He did come up with it. It was not overly pretty, but uh, it does uh, end up being a 40 yard punt. And with 4.53 to play, South Dakota State leads Montana 23 to 3 in the national championship. Again, our post-game coverage, the presentation of the National Championship Trophy, and we'll have all sorts of interviews coming up afterwards. The Jacks, against the 12th best rushing defense in the nation, are right at their season average. The Jacks rush for 6.4 yards a carry. They're at 6.3. They've rushed for 176 today. Here's Davis running left, cutting right, 48-49 to midfield. Pyle gets stood up there after a six-yard game. They haven't blown this dead yet. Boy, that is the absolute <laughs> definition of a rugby scrum that was going back and forth and back and forth. It's like that game of kill the carrier your mom never wanted you to play as a child. Well, you had 20 players all around in the scrum as you described it on the football championship logo right at midfield, and nobody's going to blow the whistle? It was like somebody kind of finally looked at a ref and said, your, your turn, go. <laughs> So second and four at midfield. 4-13 remains. 
Jacks 23, Grizz 3. The deep back is Davis. It's a give to him. He'll follow McCormick. Running right, cut left, 45 to daylight, 40, cuts right, 35. Spinning his way to the Montana 35-yard line. 15 yards and a first Dakota first down for Isaiah Davis, who has now rushed 15 times for 86 yards. Well, he makes this on his own because that play call designed to go to the right, follow the pulling guard from the left-hand side, that got bottled up and blocked off, and Davis just cuts it back against the grain to the left side to move the chains. 3.33 remains. Jacks 23, Grizz 3. There is a palpable sense of everyone on the east sideline wearing blue of what they are about to accomplish. One wide to the right. Six offensive linemen in the game. Give to Davis. Starts right, cuts left, darts back right, and gained maybe a yard of the 34 of the Grizz. 3-10 left. Jacks 23, Grizz 3. Jackrabbits have been nearly perfect in the red zone all year long, including three out of three today. One of the two failures, if you will. They took a knee to run out the clock at the end of the Villanova quarterfinal round win. And we talk about red zone defense. The Jacks stopping Montana on the opening drive on the fourth and goal inside the one that Bach made the unbelievable play, really set the tempo. Second and nine, Jacks. Amar Johnson the back. He'll run left, slither through a hole, still on his feet, spins to the 32. It's a two-yard gain. It'll be third down and seven as this clock will run under the two-minute mark. So with 2-10 remaining, 23 to snap it, the Jacks are in the huddle. They have the ball at the Grizz 32, facing a third down and seven. Amar Johnson is the back to Gronowski's left. Jack sent two wides and a tight end right and a wide out to the left. Now Johnson will realign to Gronowski's right. Play clock at three. Gronowski claps his hands. He'll hand to Johnson running left and he will not make the line of scrimmage. There was nothing left as he started to go right. Riley Wilson, who has made 15 tackles for loss this year, wrapped him up. And now I believe Montana has called a timeout. The clock has been stopped with 1.39 remaining. Well, this entire game, the Grizzlies defense, we've talked about their lateral pursuit that they've had, and just, but they gang tackle. Every time the first guy gets there and wraps him up, he holds the ball carrier up, and the rest of them come in to try to rip that ball away, and they've done it consistently the entire game. That's why they're plus 11 or plus 12, I think, on takeaways throughout the season. Gary Leaper's having more microphone issues. Our referee, he just signaled Montana took a timeout. Adam Bach has a game-high 11 tackles today. He has 109 in his FCS playoff career, and he jumps over Darren Thurston today for the fifth most ever by a Jackrabbit. And again, he plans on coming back. Jacks are lining up for a field goal. Bit of a technical timeout, one of the game operation staff has run out to either replace batteries or replace the unit. So while we sort that out, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is South Dakota State football. This is WNAX Yankton. Go to buyfordnow.com and see why Ford is America's best-selling brand. 
I think Jimmy Rogers is telling the official on his side, I don't care if nobody else can hear him. There's 137 <laughs> left. Line up. Let's kick this thing. I guarantee you Jimmy Rogers doesn't care one bit about a belt pack or batteries. Now what's interesting is Dustman's coming back off the field. The Jackrabbits were preparing for a field goal, and Dustman came running off, and it looks like the offense might be coming back out. Well, this might be an opportunity to have a swan song for your 605 Hogs. Yeah, you might be right. And the kick is into the wind. It'd be fairly long distance-wise that way. So I think it's just uh, let's go fourth down and get all of our seniors who won't be back next year one last play at Frisco. So from the Grizz, 33, fourth and eight with a minute 37 left, and the Jacks leading 23 to three. Two wides right, Gronowski will pooch it along the right numbers inside the 15, and it goes out of bounds near the 11-yard line. So that was a pooch kick. They're going to mark it out at the 13-yard line. It's a 19-yard punt for Gronowski, and there's 132 remaining. Well, Hunter Dustman must have run over to the sidelines and says, here's how you do this to put it inside the 20. Well played, Hunter. The 6.05 Hogs and that veteran offensive unit going on to the near sideline, and the fans are letting them know how much they appreciate them. We have a minute 32 to play. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. And the Grizz have sent in Kealii Ayat, the freshman backup quarterback. Ayat to throw, looks left, tosses it that way, reception made, turning up field is Aaron Fonts. He is hit out of bounds at the 21. It's a gain of eight, clock will stop with a 126 to play. Again, we'll have full post-game coverage. The championship trophy presentation, and Scotty will talk to about anybody he can find when this thing's <laughs> over. Ayat to throw, deep drop, pressured, slings it left side to Osmo, brought down from behind in space by Jalen B. Lee, the redshirt freshman corner. After a gain of four, it will be a first down with a minute 20 to play. Ayat with four wides, clap of the hands, looks to throw, left side, reception made by Fonts, hit out of bounds by Lee near his own 35. And that will be a first down, clock stops as Montana hits the boundary with a 1.15 remaining. Jackrabbits 23, Grizz three. Three wides right, one left. Ayat to throw, stepping up, he may run, stays behind the line, now he will run out of bounds at the 39, gain of four. Well, the Jackrabbits, moments away from 29 in a row, the third longest streak ever, a second national title, back-to-back -back national championships. And you're talking about one of the best teams in the history of the subdivision. Ayat to throw, looking, looking, steps up, may run, slings it left side, Osmo, first down, and the running back's out of bounds. Jalen Beatley, another tackle at the 47 with 102 to play. Marshall had Randy Moss and Chad Pennington both 
on a national championship team in the mid-90s. Wow. That went undefeated. That's arguably the best team in FCS history. Georgia Southern had an undefeated team in the late 80s that has an argument. A couple of Bison teams from the last decade. And this one, they're probably in the top five. Aya will throw over the middle, incomplete behind Drew Deck, the wideout with 57 seconds remaining. That ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Max Balloon got a big mitt up there, deflected that pass. That's why it was wobbling coming out of there. But 57 seconds left, depending on how this drive turns out. How appropriate is it, Tyler, that the Jackrabbits probably finish this game with their defensive unit on the field? Very appropriate. Again, the best scoring defense and total defense in the FCS this year. Eye out on second and 10. Jacks blitz, he has time. Throws left side to Fonts, who turns up field into Jackrabbit territory. He'll dive to the 48. That's a five-yard gain, and Montana will use the second of its three timeouts. Hugs on the east sideline. And of course, now you start to keep an eye on things here as the timeout officially acknowledged to Montana. Is there going to be a bucket of liquid dumped on a first-year head coach? <laughs> you have to start on the lookout here. To this point, they're all secure. There is only two back here. Jonathan Schaefer, the director of football operations, was the distractor for Tucker Craft and Zach Hines a year ago. And they dumped blue Powerade on Stig, and Stig still mourns the fact that it wasn't just water. <laughs> It's a sea of yellow and blue across from us. An unbelievable atmosphere all day long. 50 seconds left. Montana, third down and five. Ayat looking to throw, looking to throw, and he's sacked by Quinton Hicks. The Wichita native writes the final chapter with his 15 and a half career sack. I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed in his sack celebration, but maybe at this point of the game, you just don't have to do that as much. I know defensive coordinator Jesse Bobbitt early in the year said he was excited to see Q with some sack celebrations. Here's fourth down, 20 seconds left. Ayat looking, looking, looking. Down the left, numbers catches made by Fonts, but he didn't quite get to the line to gain. He'll be brought down three yards shy with 11 seconds remaining. One knee, and that's it. And there it was. Jimmy Rogers, a hug from Jason Freeman. The Jacks are coming on the field, but they got to go take a knee first. And Montana still got a timeout left, so don't put it past him to take a timeout and make him snap it twice, right? Rogers. He felt the back of his head where some of that Powerade went and then put it up to his mouth and licked it and smelled it. <laughs> Mark Gronowski back on the field. Isaiah Davis will be the deep man as Gronowski will put a knee to this. 11 seconds left. The snap from Gus Miller and there is your final knee. The coronation is complete. South Dakota State is the king of the FCS and one of the greatest teams in the history of the subdivision has won 29 consecutive games and back-to-back -back national titles.
players learned from last year. They quickly are running towards the north end to get on the stage. Because they remember what happened a year ago. <laughs> All of the individuals who are running onto the field here at Toyota Stadium made it a mob scene and they had trouble making it over there. Mason McCormick led the charge. He's the first man on stage. They are giving each other hugs in front of the band on the north end of the stadium. There will be a trophy presentation, all sorts of interviews. We have a lot to get to on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. South Dakota State repeats as national champions. Jackrabbits 23, Grizzlies 3, the final. We'll be back with all the pomp and circumstance in just a moment. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Our final from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. The Jackrabbits have just raised the national championship trophy. South Dakota State, 29 wins in a row, and they're back-to-back -back national Great champions, so Tyler. Taylor McGregor is handling the post-game ceremony. Let's go down to her. Chairman of the NCAA Division I Football Championship here to give Mark his trophy. Congratulations, Mark, for two straight years, back-to-back -back MOP, most outstanding player. I talked to Coach on the field, and he described the emotion. For you, on this team, how would you describe what makes this group special to achieve something that not many people have done before? Hey, it's, it's just the teammates that we have, the relationships between everyone, and there's just such a great culture here. And I can't thank these guys enough. These guys are awesome. They're chanting one more year. What is going through your mind when you hear that? Hey, let's go Jackrabbits! Bring us back, let's go! Let's go! 29 straight victories, back-to-back -back champions. What are the characteristics of a team to achieve such, such a dynasty? As I said earlier, it's just the relationships that bring everyone so close. We got seniors hanging out with freshmen. We got everyone just together as one unit. It's not just defense and offense, special teams, it's together collectively as one team. So I think that's the biggest factor. Well, congratulations to you. Congratulations to all of your teammates up here. Our first year head coach, Jimmy Rogers. The Jacks are back on top. They never left, Roy. The confetti is flying. The band, the fans, and the team all appreciating one another. South Dakota State repeating as FCS national champions. The team is all on the stage on the north end of the stadium. Scotty is down there amid it all. And he'll start grabbing people here in just a moment, whomever he can find. Obviously, the Jacks have put on the white t-shirts that signify that they have won the national championship. Congratulations once again. And we'll start uh, finding more out from these individuals. Again, this is a Jackrabbit team. This run of success, one of the greatest in FCS history, 29 consecutive games. Mason McCormick just came out of there. Scotty, go ahead. Tyler, I've got the head coach, Jimmy Rogers. Jimmy, I know this is 29 games in a row, but none get sweeter than this one. Just the emotions of winning back-to-back -back championships now as the head coach after being that kid from Arizona. What does this mean to you? Oh. Probably hasn't sunk in a little bit. Um, kind of speechless. This has been an unbelievable ride, and 
I want to thank this team for just believing in me and staying consistent, pushing day in and day out. And I'm blessed to be the head coach because who's on staff and the players that are on this football team. It couldn't be a better team. One thing about today's game, what most impressed you about your team's performance? The defense. The defense was lights out. 15 points in all of the playoffs. I don't think that's been done before. This is the best defense FCS has ever seen. Congratulations, Jimmy. Thank you. That's Jimmy Rogers. Mark Gronowski is standing by. We're going to chat with him in just a moment if we can, and then we'll hear from uh, a bunch of other individuals as well. Scotty's just walking around, and you can hear we're losing his audio because there's so many people around him. That's the, the fight that he's battling. But uh, he's winning to talk to Mark Gronowski. A few numbers here while we have a moment. Our final stats uh, are uh, presented by Hefty Brand 40 Series Corn. Be free to set you records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex Soybeans. South Dakota State defensively holds the Grizz to only three points, 273 yards. It was 212 passing and 61 rushing. The Jacks 372 total yards, 175 passing and 197 rushing. Mark Gronowski, 13 of 21 for 175 yards and a score. He also ran eight times for 62 yards. Isaiah Davis carried 16 times for 87 yards. Both Gronowski and Davis had a rushing touchdown. Jaden Yonke caught five balls for 55 yards and a score. Jackson Yonke, four for 66. Adam Bach led the way defensively, had that remarkable tackle at the goal line on fourth down on Montana's opening series. 11 tackles, seven of them solo. Jason Freeman had seven tackles. The Jacks came up with eight tackles for loss in this game. Dallas Beanham had the interception. Jacks also forced two fumbles in this contest. Ryan Van Morrow recovered one of them. The other, it was Dyshawn Gales who recovered it. Mark Gronowski is chatting with a few other people. Scotty's waiting. We're going to talk to the quarterback in just a moment, then hear from some other individuals. South Dakota State, a 23-3 win over the Grizzlies of Montana to repeat as the FCS national champion. Scotty, uh, Mark's ready to go, I believe. A, a hug there for a member of his family, and then we'll see if uh, Scotty can catch up with the uh, quarterback of the Jacks. Hey, Mark, congratulations back-to-back. -back. Talk about this, this dominating defense. I know you're an offensive guy, but the defense really, they did a difference today on Montana. Yeah, no, it was awesome. They only let up three points all day, and they're just tenacious. They do not stop all day long. They wear teams down, and I just can't thank them enough. I mean, they had such an awesome day today. Talk about your offense a little bit. Hard to get Zay going, the ground game, but you found some deep balls to the Yankees. Still that mix of run and pass that was effective again today like it has all year. Yeah, I mean, that's how, that's how great our team is. I mean, if you're stopping one thing, we can attack you in another. And once we start attacking there, start opening up the run game. So, I mean, no matter what you do against us, we just keep dominating you, and um, we're going to wear you out. And then Zay ended up having a great second half and really dominated. How about from that? three years ago when you were here and you went down and couldn't finish, but now to go back to back, that's gotta be bittersweet or super sweet for you. Yeah, there's no better feeling. And it just feels that much more that we got to see what it feels like on the other end. And just to enjoy this one that much more, it feels so much better. Congratulations, Mark, thank you. Thank you. Scotty, if you'll walk to your right around the edge there, Isaiah Davis is leaning against the railing all by himself. He is exhausted, which is understandable. And see if we can get some words from Isaiah. 
Go ahead, Scotty. Just hang just a second. Okay. Isaiah Davis standing by with Scotty Cross. Isaiah, been a lot of years for you, a lot of hits. Talk about how fun it was to play with your brothers in back-to-back -back national championships. Man, man, what a blessing, man. I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful, you know, for God for, you know, putting me with this great group of guys, man. You know, I've been totally blessed with the brotherhood. Great after four years I've been here, and I wouldn't trade for anything in the world, man. I'm extremely blessed for them, for Jack Iron Nation, and, uh, you know, I love them. I can't say I thank them enough. Let's talk a little X's and O's today. Wasn't wasn't real easy for you to get going against Montana. One versus two, you expect that. No doubt. It was rough. They were giving some rough looks. Uh, they were blitzing, exotic blitzes, uh, you know, getting us kind of out of control. We had to just chill out and, you know, just do what we do and be calm, poised, and collective. And that's what we did second half. Kind of adjusted to it. Uh, came out. Uh, we're a little more patient and could see the gaps and holds a little bit better. So that's kind of our adjustment. Tell us a little bit about that 605 Hogs. I know that's a special bond. You guys will be in each other's weddings and you'll be in touch forever, I'd imagine. No doubt. I'm extremely blessed. You know, I can't thank them enough. You know, they made my job so easy. Uh, you know, it's, it's a special bond you can't create anywhere else. You know, I'm. Uh, those guys up front, um, they work all the time, uh, know how to push each other, and they joke around. Uh, you know, it's, you, you have all the fun in the world all the time. I love those guys so much, I can't thank them enough. And I'm sure we're blessed to have those guys. You know, all the guys, Garrett, Mason, Gus. Uh, you know, John and Evan, man, I, I wouldn't try for anything in the world. I love those guys. Tears of joy. Enjoy it. Thanks, Zay. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Good. All right. Thanks, Scotty. Scotty, if you roam to your left on the other side, Garrett Greenfield, some of those other guys are exiting the uh, trophy area. Again, South Dakota State, a 23-3 win over Montana. And all this is happening at the feet of the pride of the Dakotas marching band. So Scotty is going to suffer some hearing loss in the middle of all of this. But uh, Garrett Greenfield standing right in front of Scotty. We'll see if he can catch up with Greenfield and some of the other members of this Jackrabbit football team. They've got the national championship trophy and they're posing with it. And Adam Bach is manhandling that thing, all taking their turns with the sea of blue behind them. Grab Bach, Let's too, when you get a chance. Go ahead, Scotty, with Garrett Greenfield. Let's see if we can get him here. Garrett, how about this uh, environment here? Talk about what Jack read. You did it last year, but how about how, what does it feel like this year? Uh, I can't really put it into words. This is the greatest feeling. Um, you know, a lot of emotions right now. You know, my time at SCSU is done, but, uh, you know, we're just on top of the world. Uh, this is an incredible scene. Um, you know, I can't say enough about their great support all season. Um, I love this team. They're my brothers forever, and I'm just so proud of how we worked all season. And uh, coming out on top, I couldn't be more proud of this group. Talk about today's game against Montana. You knew how good that split of that defense, that nose tackle you had to go against up there. That was a hard football game today, and you guys got to play it all the way to the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, we knew it was going to be a, you know, a tough game going in, and, uh, you know, we just accepted the challenge, and, you know, things weren't going our way early, but... Uh, you know, we just stuck with it and, uh, you know, kept attacking and kept doing what we do and have been doing all year, uh, making adjustments and uh, just focus and play as hard as we could. And, uh, you know, we knew we were going to start finding success eventually. And uh, shout out to our defense. You know, it's when they when the other team scores three points, it uh, makes it re really easy on the offense. So we got the, the best defense in the country, and they, they played a hell of a game today. Last question, thoughts on your brothers, the 605 Hogs. The five of you have been an anchor for two years. Talk about that. I, I mean, I have no words for uh, what those guys mean to me. Um, you know, just how proud I am of all of them. Uh, you know, we played a, however many games in a row, all five of us together. I just think that speaks, uh, we're all, you know, each one of us, I feel like we're tougher than a $2 steak, and we just, you know, we came into work every day. We're never satisfied, and uh, Coach Olson pushed us uh, to keep climbing, and that's what we did, and now we're at the top again. I love those guys. I could be more prouder. Congrats, Garrett. Thank you so much. But Scotty, Adam Box trying to get away over there in front of the symbols. I don't know if you're going to be able to go get him. 
Scotty's trying to make his way over. I tell you what, Quaz is doing a heck of a job right now. This is the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. South Dakota State repeats as FCS National Champions, defeating Montana 23-3, a 29-game win streak. And again, when you look at it, this is the best defensive performance as far as points allowed in FCS playoff history. It's the fewest points per game ever allowed on average by a Missouri Valley Football Conference team. It's nothing short of sensational. Uh, Adam Bach is standing by with Scotty Scooter, go ahead. All right, Adam, talk about your defensive effort today. I've talked to a bunch of offensive guys. They're pushing it back. What an effort you did today to shut them on Montana offense down. Yeah, I mean, they always say defense wins championships. Um, and, and we put that on full display today, you know. When, you know, things don't go our way, you know, we can hang our hat on our defense. And everybody was out there running around making plays. Now you fought through some injuries last year and this year yeah. to do back-to-back -back championships. What does that mean to you? To, you had a lot of fighting, fighting to go through. Yeah, I'm blessed. Um, I've been through a lot this year. Um, there definitely been some bad days, but, you know, this tops it all off. I love it. I'm on top of the world right now. And what's this look like out here? The sea of blue. It's just it may, it may, it may, unimaginable. Yeah, maybe more people than last year. It's looking good. Love, love watching it. Congratulations, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're going to give Scotty a chance to catch his breath. More of the first Dakota National Bank postgame shows coming up. South Dakota State, a 23-3 win over Montana. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Quite a party going on in Frisco, Texas. South Dakota State repeats as FCS National Champions, defeating Montana 23-3. Isaiah Stahlberg, one of the standout linebackers on this team, is standing by with Scotty Quaz. Isaiah, talk about the atmosphere the environment i know we were talking off air a little bit just all the work all those two a days you go back to august until now what does it feel like as a team member of the jackrabbits yeah, it's just a special moment and uh you know like this last week and even today i've just been trying to embrace all the little things because it's out of my control i knew it was coming to end so being with my teammates practice enjoying all that and then the atmosphere today the game was amazing you know both great fan bases here and that first half was a battle uh we knew as a team we didn't play our best ball and we were talking at halftime we're like our plays are going to come we just got to keep pounding the rock and like lo and behold that second half our plays came whether that was on offense defense special teams you know we just all rallied around each other because we're always going to have that belief that we were champions and yeah, man, it's, it's just such a blessing to be in this program, the people we got in this program. Like, you, you truly can't describe this place. Um, it's, it's such a brotherhood from the players, coaches, the JFPA, the fans. Um, you know, everyone truly cares about you, and you don't get that everywhere. And to be able to, you know, end as a senior with two national championships, not a lot of people can say they do that at any level. And so it's just such a rare thing. And, you know, I appreciate all the fans, this whole experience, man, because these last three, four years here when I transferred has been crazy, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, you know, everything that's gone on has just made me who I am today, the player, the man. And, yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just grateful. There's, that's all I can describe it as. I, I think you gave us a great roundabout. And then the sea of blue that we saw out here, the fans, the interaction here, some have said maybe bigger than last year, but the, the interaction with fans got to be a great, great time, too. Yeah, 100%. You know, we're about to head into the zoo right now, so <laughs> it'll be fun. And, you know, I just can't wait to see everyone. It's, and it is bigger than last year, seeing all the support. So, you know, we thank them for coming out. And, 
you know, we were going to celebrate tonight, have a good time, and then, you know, hopefully these boys are going to be back here next year and uh, keep the same formula. So y'all know where to y'all know where to come if you want to win. Come to South Dakota State. We'll get you right. Great recruiting pitch. Go celebrate. Thanks, Isaiah. Been a pleasure watching you. All right. Thank you, Isaiah. Guys? Scotty, if you'll walk to your left, the Yankees are over there. I don't know if we can grab one of them, perhaps. Scotty Quas making his way through traffic, doing a tremendous job getting as many interviews as we can so you can hear the emotion and get a sense of what this means to these men. 29 consecutive wins and back-to-back -back football championship subdivision national championships. And so many fans and family members around. Okay, guys. Ready? Go, go ahead. Okay. Jaden, talk about today's game. The electric atmosphere from the beginning to the end and being able to repeat as national champions. Did you get a chance to soak it in at any point? Absolutely. I took every moment I could to just soak it in and, and uh, realize that, you know, I don't get to do this anymore in the blue and yellow, so I made the most of it for sure. Uh, me and my brother Jackson, you know, we've been so blessed in our careers. Couldn't imagine going out any better. Talk about the defensive effort. I know the offense loves watching the defense, the defensive goal stand, and then to only allow three points. Incredible. Hey, it's nothing new for our defense. They do it week in and week out, man. We're so proud of those guys. We were so fortunate to have them on our team. Uh, without them, we don't get this job done. Jaden, it's been a pleasure watching you and your brother, but good luck in the future. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You bet. We'll see if we can grab uh, the other one of them. Yep. <laughs> The other Yankee, Jackson, talk about from day one until now, those first days as a Jackrabbit to now being a repeat national champion, that's, that's quite a growth ladder to climb. Yeah, I mean, right away coming in as a, a young freshman, uh, it's a, a little overwhelming. Uh, you don't understand the hard work it takes to do a Division One sport. It's, it's year round. Um, but a lot of us guys who stuck it out, you know, we put in, put in the hours together. Uh, and I love all those guys that I came in with. I love this team. Um, and all the hard work has definitely paid off. And there's been an awful lot of wide receivers that you've gotten to play with over the years to emerge as a leader on this team with your brother and with all the others. It's got to be fun to, to have that pinnacle moment where you're the leader of a national champion. Uh, yeah, I've been very fortunate to have uh, been able to line up on the field as, uh, as at the same time as my twin brother, you know, for the last few years. Um, we've had a lot of a lot of great guys in the receiver room and you know it seems like we've been there for 20 years now but um, I'm gonna miss all of them for sure uh, we're all a part of the JFPA now and I look forward to seeing them in the future part of the alum congratulations best of luck guys Scotty let's go for one more if you walk straight down near the stairway Justin Salo's over there talking with Isaiah Stahlberg so if you walk down that way, let's see if we can catch up with the director of athletics against South Dakota State, a 23-3 win over the Grizzlies of Montana to repeat as FCS national champions. Scotty trying to make his way over. Justin's a few feet to Scotty's right. And we'll see if Scotty can grab the director of athletics here at SDSU. And, and then once he does that, we'll have our scoring summary, take a break. We'll hand out some awards and begin to Wrap things up of our coverage here from Frisco, Texas. What a day for the yellow and blue as the Jacks win their 29th in a row and repeat as national champions of the FCS. A 23-3 win over Montana. 7-3, Jacks led at the half, but they dominated the third quarter of play en route to their second straight national crown. And again, it wraps up one of the greatest two-year runs in the history of the FCS. Scotty has the athletic director. Go ahead, Scooter. Talk about the 
sea of emotions that's up here. And to, to do it once is remarkable. To do it twice, to do it as a to pack performer, pretty incredible atmosphere. Uh, it's amazing. And to share it with uh, all of these Jackrabbit fans that they put their heart and soul into it. They show up every Saturday and uh, the donors that have helped uh, get the facilities we needed and the momentum that's been built over the years. And then for me personally, uh, this senior class, I mean, everything from here on out is going to be compared to them. And I, it's really hard to even fathom or put into perspective what, uh, from a history standpoint, they accomplished. That's what I wanted to ask you. You've been around the athletic uh, endeavors, I guess, if you will, the NIL, the, the COVID year, and all the guys that could stick around or could move if they wanted. But these guys stuck because of the people, not necessarily those bricks and buildings. No, that's been our M.O., and I think uh, we've stuck with it and doubled down on it, actually. Uh, uh, you know, when everyone else is chasing something or making things kind of transactional uh, or it's about me, it's never about me at this place. It's We're just so uh, fortunate to be part of a, a place that everyone is proud to be part of something bigger than themselves. They invest in other people, and those investments pay off in things like this. And it, if we keep doing it, I don't know why we can't continue to come to Frisco and have some of these moments. Justin, we appreciate all the time. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, love everybody out there. Thank you, guys. All right, thanks, Scotty. You can go ahead and wrap stuff up and find your way back up here. Good luck with that. Yes, indeed. Our first Dakota <laughs> National Bank postgame show continues. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3 is the final. And for a recap of how all this played out today, in case you missed any of it, here's Brent. Thank you, Tyler. 29 in a row for South Dakota State as it was a slow start from the beginning, but a great effort by Montana, especially defensively in the first half. It was a great defensive game throughout the first two and a half quarters of South Dakota State was able to take over late. It started out early on. It was two lengthy drives, one by each team. South Dakota State started the game with the football, and they did what they do best. 11 plays, 75 yards in just over seven minutes, establishing the run, and they punched it in. One wide, Goring to the left. Two tights left, one right. Davis behind Gronowski at a pistol. It is a hand to Davis off the left side, inside the five, and into the checkerboard. Touchdown, Jackrabbits. Playoff Zay did it again. He got the Jacks on the board first, South Dakota State 7, Montana nothing. But then the Grizz would put together their best drive of the game. A good return by Junior Bergen, 39 yards at that. Then Montana's offense went 15 plays, 57 yards in over eight minutes. But Adam Box slammed the door. Shift, wing back either side. McDowell under center on fourth and goal. It's a handoff on a sweep from right to left. The give went to the running back, Gilman, and Adam Bach threw him down, and he did not get in. What a play by Adam Bach. Adam Bach, his 100th career tackle in the postseason. What a big one there. Bach announced he's coming back here in 2024, so that's not hopefully the last playoff tackle that you'll see from Adam Bach. So South Dakota State, though, after that stop, had the ball inside their own one-yard line. A Gronowski to Yankee connection for 15 yards got South Dakota State out of their own end zone. But then a couple of plays later, Mark Gronowski would throw just his fifth interception of the season, and that set up th for this score for Montana. Off the right hash to try a 30-yard field goal, Travis Benham will hold. To put Montana on the board, good snap, good placement. The kick by Ramos is up, and it is good, and the Grizz are on the board. 
And those would be the final points of half number one as a couple of punts. The Jackrabbits would muff a punt to actually hit off the back of a Jackrabbit, but Montana couldn't cash in as they were forced to punt due to a penalty. And then Montana would eventually get a Hail Mary at the end of the half. That would be intercepted by Dallas Beanham. So we went to half with South Dakota State leading Montana 7-3. to three. Then a couple of more punts, but South Dakota State would get good field position on their own 42-yard line. A mark. Gronowski to Zach Hines, 34-yard completion, set up this touchdown. First and goal at the Grizz 10, three wides right, Davis to Gronowski's right. It's a fake to Davis, Gronowski will run up the middle, slip a tackle inside the five, diving for the goal line, touchdown, Jackrabbits! Mark Gronowski from 10 yards out made it 14-3 South Dakota State with the extra point. Then things started to spiral for Montana with their offense as an intentional grounding penalty really backed the Grizz up. They were forced to punt, and then the Jackrabbits, just six plays later, were able to add on. The Grizz three-down lineman. Gronowski on third and five, looking to throw. Deep left side for Jaden Yonke. Makes the catch. Hits the turf. Did not drop it. Touchdown, Jackrabbits. Then a low snap and a... And John Bell couldn't hold on to the snap, so Hunter Dustman could not get a kickoff, so the PAT failed, so it stayed at South Dakota State 20 and Montana 3. But then, on the first play of the ensuing drive for Montana, this happened. McDowell to throw out of the shotgun, pressure from behind, Tervier stripped it free, it's picked up, it's a scoop, and a rumble inside the 25-yard line, and it's number 98 for South Dakota State, Ryan Van the momentum just carried, kept carrying on to South Dakota State sideline with that strip sack by Kate Gervier, and that set up this field goal by Hunter Dustman. This is a 32-yard try off the right hash. Olivier to snap, Bell to hold. With one minute left in the third quarter. App is excellent. Bell didn't get it down very well. Dustman had his stutter step, but he still boots it through the uprights. The field goal is good. What a day for Hunter Dustman with that kick right there. And then in the punt game, Junior Bergen really couldn't get going in the punt return game. A lot of that had to do with Hunter Dustman and his high and far kicks. He forced Junior Bergen to go to backpedal a couple times and then got it high enough to where Bergen had to fair catch. A great job by Hunter Dustman today. He's been great all season. Did so once again here today. That was the final score of the game. A turnover on downs and then a few punts was all that was left here in this one. So South Dakota State, a 23-3 winner in the FCS National Championship. Back-to-back -back champions championships for South Dakota State, 29 wins in a row. Much more to come here on the First Dakota National Bank postgame show. This is Jack Rivet Football from Learfield. First Dakota National Bank postgame show from Frisco, Texas. South Dakota State repeats as the FCS National Champions. The Jackrabbits turn back Montana 23-3. Tyler Merriam joined by Al Bahi. We've got some awards to hand out one final time this season. A handful of big plays and big individuals to highlight. Let's start with our offensive play of the game presented by First Premier Bank and Premier Bank Card. Well, real quick, because you talked about big plays. Jackrabbit offensively, 13 total explosive or chunk plays today. Five through the air, eight on the ground, typical of what they've done all season. And defensively, Jesse Bobbitt's crew, they have a goal every game to limit their opponents to five or less of those same explosive plays. Five is what they held Montana to today. So only one game all season did the defense 
not have that objective met, and that was in the Missouri State game at the end of the regular season. So let's get to the offensive play of the game here this afternoon. It came in the third quarter. This is not one of the scoring plays today, but this is one that set it up because Gronowski scored a touchdown on the very next play, but it was Mark Gronowski on a third and eight at the Montana 44 getting away from a pass rush and finding his tight end, big number 87, Zach Hines. Three receivers right, one left. Gronowski to throw. All out blitz. Steps up. Pump fake. He'll roll left. Throw down the right. Numbers. Hines makes the catch. Turns up field 20. Left sideline 15. And he's upended at the 11-yard line of the Grizz. Mark Gronowski to Zach Hines for 33 yards. Epic playmaking ability by the Walter Payton Award winner out of Naperville, Illinois. So about an 18-yard pass and a 15-yard run by Big Zach Hines. Rumble, if you will, (laughs) after the catch. Well, as one of the nation's strongest financial organizations, Premier is proud to support our communities and Jackrabbit Athletics. They are a member FDIC. How about the defensive play of the game, courtesy of Bud Light? Again, several options to choose from here. The Jackrabbit defensive unit allowing only 61 yards on the ground this afternoon. Adam Bach, 11 tackles total. And not only is this the defensive play of the game, in my opinion, Tyler, this is a candidate for the defensive play of the year for the Jackrabbit defensive unit on that first play of the second quarter. A stone-cold stop by Adam Bach on a goal line run by Montana's Eli Gilman. It's a handoff on a sweep from right to left. The give went to the running back, Gilman, and Adam Bach threw him down, and he did not get in. What a play by Adam Bach. And, you know, people have said that all he had to do is reach that ball out, stretch it, break the plane. Adam Bach didn't give him the opportunity to do that. It was a perfect tackle, wrapped up both the ball carrier's arms, so never gave him the opportunity to extend to the goal line. I still can't believe he made that play. That was unbelievable. Here's to the beer you can always count on, Bud Light, a proud partner of Jackrabbit Athletics. Bud Light reminds you to enjoy responsibly. Our player of the game is brought to you by Kubota. All right, I'm going to go off the grid here a little bit with this one. Well, yeah, okay. (laughs) Duly noted. But I'm going player of the game today. I'm going to ask you a question first. How many times when the Jackrabbits had the ball did you use the name Alex Gubner on a tackle? I think I said it once. I think you said it once. That's the only time I remember. That nose tackle is one of the best in the country. He had nine and a half tackles for loss coming into this game. Is the stalwart of that defensive line. I'll give you his stats because they don't keep stats for offensive linemen during the game. So, (laughs) Gubner, six tackles on the game, zero tackles for loss, but he only had two tackles total through the first three quarters. His last four came basically when this game was out of reach. My player of the game, yes, he had some help, but the Remington Award winner, center Gus Miller, is my player of the game. Can I throw an associate one on there? Absolutely. Hunter Dustman. Well, thanks a lot. You just jumped on my breakthrough performer of the game. Excuse me. (laughs) Today's player of the game is brought to you by Kubota. Together we do more. Now for all the drama and the hype, who in the world could Al highlight on our breakthrough performance of the game brought to you by? 
high pioneer. Well, I'm thinking it might be Hunter <laughs> Dustman. Not only as a player, but as a special teams coach because he coached Mark Gronowski <laughs> on how to pooch punt inside the 20. So, yes, Hunter Dustman, breakthrough performance of the game, five punts on the day, a 42-yard average. All five punts end up inside the 20-yard line and the stutter, te- stutter step after the uh, hold from John Bell. Bell gets it back on the ground, and he boots a 32-yard field goal for the Jackrabbits. On top of that, he had some great special teams coverage as they hold Junior Bergman to one punt return for six yards, two kickoff returns for 59 yards. Of course, the one came after the first Jackrabbit touchdown and set up Montana with some momentum to start the game. But from that point on, Hunter Dustman and the special teams did the job. Hunter Dustman, the breakthrough performance of the game. Test after test and field after field, Pioneer is tougher on our corn hybrids than ever before. Pioneer corn hybrids are field proven and ready for years. Talk with your local Pioneer sales representative to learn more. We're back to wrap things up from Frisco, South Dakota State, your repeat FCS national champions, the Jackrabbits, their 29th consecutive win, a 23-3 defeat of Montana. Stay tuned. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the first Dakota National Bank postgame show, our final from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. South Dakota State has won 29 games in a row, and they are the back-to-back FCS National Champions. First Dakota National Bank is serving the people of South Dakota with dependable banking solutions for over 150 years. First Dakota, it's where the locals go. What a special season in 2023 it has been. Tyler, the Jackrabbits, 15-0. They were the number one team in the country all season, and they wrap it up as national champions. They do, and again, the points per game allowed, 9.2. That is by far the best ever in a season by a Missouri Valley Football Conference team. NDSU, a couple of falls ago, allowed 11.1. That was the previous best in Valley history. This team, 9.2. The Jacks, the best third down conversion percentage in the history uh, of the Missouri Valley Football Conference. And again, SDSU did something that's never been done before. No team had played four playoff games in the FCS and limited opposition to fewer than 20 points. The Jacks held four teams to 15 points, one of two in FCS history to pitch multiple shutouts in the postseason. This is one of the greatest two-year runs in FCS history. The Jacks, 29 consecutive wins and back-to-back national championships. It certainly is hard to wrap your heads around, especially when you consider this may be the last of a dying breed with the NIL and uh, uh, the Certainly the, the, the transfer portal and everything else. Who knows what the future holds, but uh, Jackrabbit Nation, take this all in and enjoy it from now to the very end. Final thoughts in just a moment on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. South Dakota State 23, Montana 3 is the final. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back one final time on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. Again, what an unbelievable ride this has been. South Dakota State, 29 consecutive wins. And last year was such a unique experience, the first time around to feel all of this here in Frisco. But this year, everybody was expecting to be here. The Just the atmosphere from when we first arrived on Thursday, leading up to all the events yesterday, the pep rally, Mark Gronowski receiving the Walter Payton Award for the best player in the FCS, and everything today, the stadium walk, the atmosphere was just tremendous. And we've talked about it as our broadcast team on a number of occasions, and we certainly back it up again to all of you. Hey, take all this in because you never know what the future holds. 
But what a two-year run it has been from John Stiglmeyer to Jimmy Rogers and Jack Rebbe Nation. You have a lot to be proud of. Our next broadcast of Jack Rabbit Football will have a spring football game coming up, and then Jack's open the regular season in the fall at Oklahoma State. But we've got a few thank yous to pass along first. Jason Hove and the SDSU Athletics Communication Team. Jason's so helpful all year long with so many facts and nuggets and helping us in our preparation, lining up interviews, et cetera. Also, big thank you to Riley Corcoran and our friends at Montana for all of their help in getting ready for today's broadcast. But to Jason, and then you have Andrew Peterson, Megan Glover, Sydney Smith, a terrific communication staff here at South Dakota State. Lucky that they are our teammates. Calvin Oster, a dear friend, a tremendous job once again as our network producer at our flagship 570 WNAX Studios. Thank you again, my friend. Lead engineer of the Jackrabbit Sports Network is Jim Remler. General manager of Jackrabbit Sports Properties, Jonathan Schreiber. The senior manager of the Jackrabbit Sports Network is Ben Connolly. And the vice president of broadcast operations for Learfield is Tom Bowman. For more, you can log on to gojacks.com or download the Jackrabbit app. Again, the final, South Dakota State 23, Montana 3. Congratulations to Jimmy Rogers and his team. A 29th consecutive win in a second straight national championship. The amount of people it takes to put this on is nothing short of remarkable. Wesden Van Eady came down with his family. He's a 15-year-old who wanted to be a part of our crew. He holds the microphone on the sideline that brings us all the audio you hear, and he was a part of this. Wesden, thank you for coming down. You mean the world to all of us. Our boo statistician was Brad Peterson, who uh, was on with us today. Brad and Andrew Song have been with us all year long, and they mean so much to us. We would not have the broadcast quality we do if it wasn't for them. Mason Lyseth and Alex Parker appeared in this booth throughout the course of the year. Al Bahi was here today, and those three helping to uh, paint the picture of Jackrabbit football. Uh, they are friends, and uh, uh, we just enjoy having them as a part of the show. Scotty Quaz, our sideline analyst, who doubled as uh, interview extraordinaire again today and is so helpful on the technical side of things. He's a dear friend and uh, just honored to have him up here. And, of course, Brett Bowen, our game day host, come a long way in a couple of years, my friend, and we're excited to see where the future goes for you as well. And finally to you, Jackrabbit Nation, this has been a remarkable run, and uh, we certainly hope it's not finished. And we get so many comments, especially at weekends like this, that uh, we get a chance to see so many of you. You come up, you say hi to us, you send us notes. We hope you know how much it means to us because our job is to not only paint a picture, as John Stiglmeyer would say, but to bring the stories of the individuals, the teams, and the games to life for you. Whether you can't make it to a game, whether you'd prefer to listen to us while you watch, or because you just can't see, whatever the case may be, it is our honor and our privilege to bring it all to you. And uh, it is uh, nothing short of remarkable what this Jackrabbit football team has done over the last two seasons. Quick reminder, Jackrabbit basketball coaches show at 5 o'clock tomorrow, football show at 6 tomorrow from Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. We'll wrap all of this up. For all of us here at the Jackrabbit Sports Network, one final time this football season, I'm Tyler Merriam, South Dakota State National Champions. Never gets old, does it? From Frisco, Texas, have a good night, everybody. <laughs>